Alright, here we go. You're listening to A Cool Truth Podcast Production. All right, what's up? <laughs> what's up? What's up? Three weeks in a row. <laughs> Technical difficulties. This one's operator error, and if you're listening live, I apologize for the restart. Uh, but uh, hey, you know, we got it. We got to do it for everybody here. AEW Dynamite Review Show, Cool Truth, Spreaker Live. If you're listening on iTunes or Retromania Podcast Network, obviously you're listening on replay. We welcome you all. We're going to review Dynamite, I think a good Dynamite, and with me, the one and only, hopefully they can hear him this time, Mr. Whitehouse. What's up, take two, three (laughs) weeks in a row, I think we've all had a turn here, and uh, uh, yeah, this is going to be fun, this is going to be fun. (laughs) And of course, we've reeled him back in again. And, you know, I had this whole thing I said before. I'm not even going to go to it. The one and only Hollywood, <laughs> Jeff Edwards, Blading for Truth. What's up, my brother? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me back again. Take Absolutely. two. Take two. Take two. We are back, and uh, I'm not going to try and remember what I said the first time. So, back yeah. Ace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was Fauci. He's controlling my mouse. He's, he turned your guys' mics off. That's little son of a bitch. Anyway... Um, let's get to uh, Dynamite. Um, I think that uh, we had a much better show this week than we've been getting. Um, I think going back to the regular weekly show, AEW Dynamite. No fancy names, no pseudo pay-per-view type stuff. We got a regular Dynamite show. Um, I'm not going to call it a reset. I'm not going to call it a reset. I'll call it a, a different energy, a different flow to the program. Uh, I thought they got a lot accomplished, and um, they gave you a quality two-hour TV wrestling show, which is all we really asked for. Mr. Whitehouse, your thoughts? Oh, I agree. I thought this was one of their better shows since they've had, since the beginning of the summer. You know, they were in that little funk for a little bit, and, um, you know, I thought this was, uh, from start to finish, one of their best shows, and I don't think it's a no coincidence, you know, Impact had a great weekend. They came out guns blazing, number one on Twitter on Saturday. Followed that up with their show last night, which was the, the tremendous uh, reviews as well. So it's no coincidence. They're chasing WWE, and now you have Impact that's chasing them. So I think, you know, nothing better than competition. And uh, and I think that's what we're seeing now. And as wrestling fans... That's that's only going to mean a good thing for us. Yeah, yeah I think they, I think they see that impact is, uh, you know, sign some names. They have a buzz, and let's be honest, um, we haven't really had a lot of conversations about this in podcasts in a while, mainly because of WWE Network and what that meant to what you spend on wrestling, especially TV wrestling. It kind of changed that big time. But yeah, you know, you know, we we did we did a lot on the price of. The Impact pay-per-view last week. You know, if you're someone that says, hey, listen, you know, I'm not going to spend more than 200 bucks on wrestling pay-per-views in a year, 
you might have a decision to make on whether yeah. I'm going to buy AEW, I'm going to buy Impact. So, you know, competition breeds champions. It's a weird slogan, but, uh, I, you know, an old boss is kind of an asshole used to say it, and I always liked it, so I'm just going to throw it out there. Mr. Edwards, your thoughts about Dynamite? Different feel, different energy, coming off of Impact, like White House previously mentioned. If you haven't heard our Slammiversary post-show, just look back on the website you are now, if you didn't hear it. It's a very good show we did. It was fun. And it was a uh, lot of fun. I watched Impact last night, and there were things that I noticed on Impact that I really liked. And here on AEW tonight, we got some backstage stuff. We got some... Mm. And, and I, I think it, it helps with that flow of the show that sometimes is missing on Dynamite. And I think we got some of that stuff tonight. We'll, we'll break it down as we go. But, yeah, uh, overall, pretty good show. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, you know, just it just it felt a little bit different. I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I mean, we've had three weeks straight of the pseudo-pay-per-view type shows that were more, you know, matches and, you know, not a lot of, you know, weekly storyline progression stuff that we're used to. So maybe maybe that's the reason, but I even I feel it more than even like beyond that, from before that. More I don't know, I just edgier maybe's maybe's a good word. Um I, I thought I thought it got they got started off hot and they maintained it throughout the majority of the show. And you don't get that a lot. You know what I mean? So I think I think that was a huge part of this is another one of those shows, hey, the, the excuse me, the main event's starting, and you're like, wow, they're at the main event already? And I, 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 I used to love that about Dynamite, and I felt that tonight. So I thought that was awesome. You know, and listen, I don't, I don't know that we've done a positive show on anything in a while, so this, I mean, I, I, get, the, I get the sense that this may be more of a positive thing, uh, maybe some creative thinking type of thing. But White House, why don't you kick us off with, uh, with AEW Dynamite, how, how, we, how we started out, we'll go... We'll go segment to segment, match to match, like normal. Yeah, no, uh, they come out of the gates, you know, they, you know, after their their little video clip in the beginning, and see Cody standing in the ring, and uh, uh, Justin Roberts introduces Cody with Arn, and all of a sudden, Eddie Kingston comes out from the backstage, and, yeah, and, and the lie, pre. Dupree popped a little bit, man. Yeah, and and the pre, you know, to you know, the pre story in pre-story whatever was that they put it out there that they were bringing in a huge quote-unquote indie name independent name to uh have this match with cody and you know what i mean listen when you hear that you, you, a thousand names run through your head and especially when you're looking at indies being more territorial you're like oh could it be like i texted you guys could it be jt dunn in my mind i'm like could it be christian casanova could it be this guy from the up up in the air you know uh mike verna from up in the area up here or it, it, it's somebody from anywhere but we get eddie kingston and dude this he cuts a great promo <laughs> That really like read into this this thing, and it's listen. We all know, you know, Eddie Kingston. To me, it's a stretch to say indie guy. I, I know, yes, indies, but Impact. You know, he's with he was with um, LAX before. So I mean, it might be a stretch to say indie guy, but who cares? It, this was a good surprise. This was 
Um, you got a little, you, you know, this is kind of feeding into Cody's fire a little bit in this match. Badass promo, like I said. Uh, good match, hardcore match. Um, I, I mean, I dug it. Edwards, what are your thoughts about the match? Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was, uh, a fu- you know, it's interesting because you said they started out on fire and they never let it go throughout the show. And not only was the match on fire, but what started it was the promo by the quote-unquote indie guy, yeah, <laughs> Eddie Kingston. Yeah, He pretty much, he, I mean, he, I don't want to say overstate it and, you know, say he put on a clinic, but damn, some of those guys in the building, I hope they paid attention to that promo because mm-hmm. he was... Boom! You know he, he was actually, in his element. Spark. <laughs> he was in his spark, element right? for sure. That that guy was you know he was in his element. You know, the guy, I mean the guy's calling out Arn Anderson. You know what I mean? Like he's just no fucks given. I loved it. I really did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really did. Um, mat, match wise, uh, where are you at with that hardcore match? Uh, you had a lot. You know, you had a couple spots in here to thumbtacks the whole thing. Uh, Cody's aggression. Uh, a lot, really, a lot, really, a lot went into this. Yeah, no, I, I thought the storytelling they, with this match was, you know, you know, Cody's getting pushed to his limits, and you could see that it's, you know, it's starting to fire him up. And you know, last couple matches, you know, Sunny Kiss, and, and then the week before that, and we didn't see him, but the two weeks before that, you know. We were questioning, you know, what are they doing with with Cody? Because it seemed to be the same old, same old match. And I thought Eddie Kingston kind of broke that mold with this type of match. We we haven't seen that from him, from Cody, for quite some time. You know, so I thought it broke that mold a little bit. It shook things up a little bit. And and, and it brought some fire out of Cody as well. You know, um, so I, I... I, I enjoyed it. I think they. I think they. I think one of the the last things I wrote down on, on my notes is, I think they Eddie definitely showed that there's a spot for him on this roster. Yeah, somewhere. That, that's he a great. I was. Used. That's where I was yeah. going to go next. That's that's a great point. I, I think there's a spot for him on the roster. Um, and hey, listen, um, there's a not only a spot a spot for him on the roster. There's there's a huge opportunity if. LA, if you know, or Santana and Ortiz, Pride and Powerful, LAX. I, I lo- we call them LAX on this show. Um, were to leave Inner Circle, that's the perfect match right there. It's, especially if you, we we all kind of feel at some point they're going to go to the 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 three man tag, the six man tag titles, however you want to explain it, the trios titles, whatever they're going to call it. If they are going in that direction, Eddie kicks in with LAX. I mean, they are LAX. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. it's kind of a perfect match. I mean, I, I I wouldn't let this guy go because the promo that he cut and the energy he brought, you know, if somebody else, if I'm it's another wrestling company and I'm looking for a guy, I, like, even even to be a manager, I'd be like, I'd be calling him right now. If I'm Tony Khan, I'm being like, all right, dude, you're, <laughs> here we go. Here's your you wrestle code. Maybe it could be like the new thing. You wrestle Cody, you get the contract or something. <laughs> or if you wrestle Cody yeah. well, you get the contract. Yeah, look what it uh, look what it did for Ricky Starks. I mean, the same thing can be same thing for Eddie Kingston. I mean, I mean, I will put my Booker hat on here for a little second. bit. A di- little bit different when you a little bit different career, but, because because of age and career and everything. Right, but I mean. I mean, I don't put my 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 Booker hat on here for a second. 
I mean, you can easily write it where, you know, you want to change up, change some stuff up with Inner Circle, you know, Kingston, you know, backstage runs into Santana Ortiz and Kingston could, you know, dude, what the hell, guys, guys you guys jobbed a private yeah. party a month ago? Yeah, yeah, What the fuck are you guys up to? Why, why are you following uh, around these guys? We're gangsters, bro. Let's go, exactly. let's go. We're from New York, you know what I mean? Demont- and then you see DeMonte bump into him. And you got all four back together again? Yeah. Dude, I, I, I'm t- I think that's exactly that kind of mixture, you know, with, you know, you got groups and cliques and going on back there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they have, I think they found something that they could get to. Don't have to rush it, but. No, I mean, I, it'd be, if I, the guy, I, if the guy's not on TV for a month. And then shows up again. It's not going to be a big deal. I'm just saying, right. is you know, you might this might be something you might want to you might want to cash in on. Edwards, any Absolutely. more thoughts about that one? Uh, the only other thing I'd say is uh, I think Tony Khan needs to be careful with this because, like you guys are saying, maybe that's going to be the new thing. You wrestle Cody, you debut, and then people see you <laughs> how good you are, and then they won't let you go. Right? Don't go crazy yeah. with it. <laughs> Don't go crazy because right, you right. know Tony Khan. He's, I mean. They have the perfect. He's a money mark. What do you mean, Edwards? EVPs. He He's a money shit, mark, right? <laughs> so, at that point, it, everybody he brings in is going to be a talent. You know what I mean? He's not going to grab some jobber. So, right. He needs to be careful with that. Or, or you set it up to where the guys that you're bringing in anyway end up in that spot, or you, you know, some a guy that maybe a guy maybe like they might have felt like. Uh, Starks and Kingston, might, the, they might have felt like a, a portion of their audience didn't know who they were. So let's bring them in. We're bringing them in anyway. Let's bring them in against Cody and make it a big deal for the audience that doesn't know who they are. But in some cases, you have guys like us who might know who some of these people are, and you might be like, ah, we know them. That's not a. It's a big deal. I'm glad they're there, but they didn't need to bring them in with Cody. But at the same time, when you think about it, it's not a bad strategy, but I do agree with you. You have to be careful with it because if well, you bring on the flip side, you could be right because maybe Tony Khan will listen to this and laugh his ass off, going, "Oh, it's silly, Edwards. You fell for it <laughs> anyway." You know, right, right, right. <laughs> but no, but to your point, they could do a one-off with a guy who everybody watches the show and is like, "I love that guy." And, and, and it's not the case that they let him go and he shows up on impact and they're like, why did they let him go? You know, right, right, you know what right. I mean? So you do, you are walking a fine line if you're, if the, if this is the way you're going to go. Um, and let's face it, Cody's faced two outsiders. One of them is now somewhat of a player in the, in the scheme of things with Starks. We'll see what happens with Kingston. But if you look at who's Cody's faced, if Kingston has a spot on the roster, you're going to say, wait a minute, the two outsiders that he's faced both have gotten roster spots with what they did. Is there a trend starting? Now, they could easily break that trend. Um, sure. But, again, I agree with you. You you are walking a tightrope where you bring a guy in for a one-off and everybody loves him, and maybe he's on an appearance contract with another company, which is there are a lot of that's – I'm reading a lot of that is starting to happen again because – I'm sure there's companies with what's going on that are afraid to give out a lot of long-term commitments. I even read Deanna Perrazzo's on an appearance contract for Impact, which was yes, interesting because yes, yes. I thought she signed. Um, that you know that's a conversation for another day. But I think that speaks to where the business is at right now, given 
you know, all the virus stuff. The other thing really quick I just want to jump in with. Yeah. Uh, whether it's Starks, um, White House, you automatically went to NWA, you know. Oh, I love yeah. this guy. Eddie Kingston. It's the closest thing, I guess, right now, unless a company has a, uh, a relationship with another company. It's the closest thing we're going to get to the old territory days, seeing the mm. guy rotate in for a week, you know, just to right. have that match. So that's kind of a cool aspect, too, because you never know who's going to show up. Right. You know? well, I mean, because I mean, that's where Kingston was last seen was in NWA. Um, he That's where he was in the spring. Um, that's where Starks came from before AEW. Right. And with Billy Corgan not doing anything right now between COVID and Vice President resigning, and don't want to get into that, but well, they're still you know, all they, these guys aren't under contract either with it. Right, right. Yeah. But I mean, he's you know not much going on, so these guys need to find work. And I think they found two. You know, they got two good guys. There's actually two or three more I would like to see uh, from NWA. James uh, Storm. I want James Storm just one time. The, the one, I, love, one. I love me the cowboy. The yeah, one, the one, one thing. The one tag team partner, please. They are the yeah. NWA tag team champs. Please bring his partner. Give me some Eli Drake. So I'm not a big fan Eli of Eli. Drake. I don't. I don't love Eli Drake. I don't know why. He's always. I don't know. He's never been my cup of tea. Um, I, I'm thinking the one stuff with Storm though. It's pretty good. Let's, it's pretty good. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I haven't watched a lot of NWA, so I don't want to say it hasn't been. Uh, back from the Impact days, I wasn't a huge fan of his. The one the one thing I'll say, though, is it was good tonight, yes. But I'm still not sold on this is the right path for Cody either. Um, the Co- you know, himself. I, I, think, I think he's on another level than what he's doing. I, I, I appreciate what he's doing here, but at the same time is... I think at some point we're going to need to see those those feuds and those programs with Cody that we really care about because that is why Cody is so over in AEW. Um, it, part of it is him being... I, I think you get the general the general feeling, even though they have all the EVPs, like Cody's like a little bit higher up, like he's the Triple H, and I, I think that the... Hardcore fans that are anti-WWE or don't really care about WWE anymore like that aspect of Cody, and I think that's part of the reason why he's so popular. But the other reason why he's so popular, and the main reason he's so popular in AEW, is the stories that he told in a lot of his early matches were very good. And I, I think it's an issue if they go away from that. Good tonight, but I don't, I don't think this is a forever thing for him, uh, personally. But uh, where did we head from there? Going to a Mox video, just pretty much just him, you know, almost snapping Cage's arm off. You know, it's a typical Good promo. Good typical, promo. your typical Mox Mox uh, video. Uh, I think he, I think he told this story. He told this story. I'm not going to say I still love the towel being thrown because I thrown in I, because I don't. But I will give them this: they handled it well tonight. They, they didn't. Did. They handled it well. They handled it well from a Moxley standpoint. They handled it well from a Taz Cage standpoint. So that was raw emotion after the show actually happened. So I can move on from that myself. They told a good story behind it. Let's move on. Good promo by Moxley. Um, I don't, Edwards, if you have any thoughts about the Mox promo, but I, I mean, I think I think it served its purpose. No, it was fine. Um... I don't really have many thoughts on about it. It was it was a Moxley promo. Not that yeah. that's a bad thing. You know, Decent. it was, it was right. good. Yeah. 
Yeah, his run on promo since uh, since 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 COVID and all. I mean, he's just he's doing his stuff so much better than it was when he was trying to hot T-shirts. So yes. I mean, yes. so I don't know if somebody got in his ear and said, "Hey, dude, what the fuck?" But he's starting. This is the Moxley that I think we wanted to see that we weren't, we never saw in WWE. The one, I, I, the I one. I think that's, I think that's a fair statement. This, what he's doing in the last six weeks, two months, it's, it's not WWE like at all. But you no, know, that that's true. But the one thing I'm going to say about it though is, they presented him as like the face of the company, the champion, the whole thing, and here we are again, first hour. You know, Moxley hour, and not a, not there in the last hour. Interesting. I, I, I I'm not I'm not going to go crazy about it, but I almost I, I almost think they need to treat this title. They need to treat all their titles with a little more prestige. Oh, actually, you know what? They need to treat them with a lot more prestige. Is my my opinion. So you think? Moxley should have closed. Well, that leading up to the cage thing. Um, I, I, I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and say that it has to close every week. No, I want to see where they go from. I, I want to see how how it progresses. Yes, but I think that that if that is the title match at All Out, him and Cage, I think that needs to be a big deal for them. Like that needs to be like a huge main event blow off. Huge deal. If not, what are we doing with these titles here? I think it would. I mean, you look at their pay-per-views, for the most part, except for, you know, the, you know, the... Now, they, they the had hardcore. A, no, they had they uh, had a they had a big surprise, and I think that's why they closed the way they did tonight, which was, which was great. We'll yeah, get yeah, there, yeah. Which is great. We'll get there. I, I just don't want to see this... What basically? I'll break it down for you. What I don't want to see is Taz Cage versus Moxley, and even with Darby Allen and Starks being involved in this whole little thing, I don't want that a mid card. That has to be one of your main, if not your main focus, not mid card. They put it on the mid card tonight, which is okay, but I think they. I don't think you could do that every week and make people happy. No, I'm curious. I'm curious on the lineup. Uh, you know, uh, get that towards the towards the end of the show. But I'm curious with the next next week's lineup where that tornado tag team match will fall. It better not well. close. I'm telling consider, you right now. Can, oh, that! Oh, that! Oh, tornado tag! Tornado tag! Yeah, yeah. I thought you were. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the big ten man bullshit. I, I was like, that fucking yeah, match I, better not close. <laughs> No, if Tornado Tag closes next week, I'm cool. I, listen, I have no problem. I, I, my point is, too many times they've made this title a mid card feud and not the top. And it, it was that title was the top program when Jericho held it. It hasn't been that with Moxley so far, all the time. They, not it's perfect, perfect way to say it. All right, we'll move on. MJF with Wardlow. Against Grief, Gerf, Gerf Garrison, uh, MJF on the mic, just spewing shit out at him. Uh, I, I labeled this more as a as a squash match, just to get MJF some more mic time before the match, in the middle of the match, 
Uh, but he had some piss and vinegar tonight, man. Um, just the way, even as he storms off, storms off after he wins. Um, just, uh, he brought it up a notch, uh, continuing that theme from uh, Kingston's promo to the match with Cody. This match, I mean, MJF, you know, he likes to, you know, goof off and say stuff sarcastically. You didn't get a lot of that tonight. You got a lot of piss and vinegar from him, which was a, was a good sight to see. Yeah, Edwards, jump in. Yeah, I like it because uh, he's still undefeated. Say it. Say it. He's undefeated. <laughs> he is undefeated. He's still undefeated. I agree so with him. They're going to build this up, I think, to a boiling point until he boils over and has enough. And Listen. finally goes after Moxley. Listen, and, and when they put up the records, they put up your singles record separately yep. from your tag yep. team record, right? So he's undefeated. Yep. I agree. I'm better than you, and you know it. I love MJF. Um, I agree with you. I think I think he had a little he had a little fury in him tonight. I liked <laughs> I liked the, the Jungle Boy joke he made. Um, yeah, that was, that he, was, that was funny. Good. Yep. He, that, he got him with the Ivy League thing, which is which is good too. Which kind of is a play off his character as well. Um, and then grabbing the mic in the middle of the match and standing on his hand and making him say he's undefeated, uh, I thought it was pretty good. Um, also, I thought, to be honest with you, watching that how that was playing out with him, with, with him, the guy kept saying you lost a tag team match. I thought MJF was going to turn to Wardlow and be like, that's, so your, that's your fault. But he never did. So it's interesting. Did. I thought, interesting. Yeah, I thought he teased it because he looked over at him. Nah, he really like, didn't. He really didn't. He didn't tease it at all. He, 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 that, the, he, he was saying that, but he never really put – because really it's more – it's two. I forget who he tagged with the first time that they lost. He didn't take the pin, but they lost. Um, but I thought he was going to blame that on Lord Wardlow, and he yeah. never did. So I'm kind of getting off the uh, Wardlow-MJF split. I'm kind of sticking with, you know, Wardlow. I think Wardlow, especially MJF, but I think Wardlow's in that. They're not in a rush with these guys. They're young. They're talented. They have, there's so much they could do. And they're not doing what some companies do and just – push guys to the moon and they fall flat on their face when they're not ready. Now, I think MJF is ready. Like, I really do. But I don't think... I do. I, I kind of agree with the idea that this is a slow burn. We're going to throw him in there with Cody and then we're going to pull him back on you. And we're going to throw him in there with Jericho and then we're going to pull him back on you. I, I don't think it's crazy because he's still very relevant and he's still one of the things on the show you can't wait to see. But they're not putting him in a position where... He's he's gonna peak anytime soon either, which I think is a good thing. Well, if they go if you go by if they go if they are going by what you're saying and they're gonna keep them together and not break them up like we were saying, trying to predict about a month ago, maybe that's what they were doing. Well, why not throw the tag team belts on them? Why not just uh, if you're gonna keep I mean, them is together? That, is that not doing to the tag? JF, but is that not doing to the tag team division what we've been bitching about though? Like they have so uh, many real tag well, teams, though. Not necessarily because you're you're keeping you're keeping you're keeping MJF. Do you view them away. as a real tag team? What's that? Do you view them as a real tag team, though? I don't. 
I don't. I you know I would not view no, them as a real. But tag what team. you're doing is you're getting you're getting what you're doing is you you're you're, you're getting some gold on MJF. You're you're, you're not pushing them you know, into any program for the for the TNT. I'd rather see, I'd rather see him take the TNT to be honest. And with you're you. and you're you're still allowing Wardlow some time to grow and develop as well. And you know you're adding another team. To the I mean, I, I'll, I'll be honest oh. with you. I think that's just pacifying an MJF fan and doing something bigger for MJF. I don't think that makes any sense for the tag division, though. I mean, Edwards, jump in. I don't know how you feel about that, but I, I think that I don't. I think that's doing exactly what the tag division, what we've been bitching about, um, bringing in, you know, a makeshift tag team. There's so many good tag teams. Uh, they don't. They don't need to do that. There's other ways they could keep MJF relevant. And they've been doing it. You know, TNT title, maybe the. They get that stupid six man. See, that stupid six man is not going to matter to me. So they can put it on whoever, and I don't care. The tag team division, especially what with what FTR is saying, and I'm going to read something when we get there. What FTR is saying about them, uh, that division, this would go against everything they're trying to do with this division, in my opinion. I think they're not that they're in a pickle with Wardlow. I, I almost feel like we want them to go somewhere. So. For them to get MJF where he needs to go, Wardlow, Wardlow has to go away. But, like we were saying about a month ago, you know, maybe it's you got to get Wardlow away from him. But did, he needs to be with MJF. Like what you just said about MJF getting lost in the sauce or whatever, that will definitely happen to Wardlow at this point if they split them. Mm. Because I can't imagine they're going to have a plan for him yeah. if they just split him to split them. So, man, it, it's it's a tough call because you put a guy with MJF and it worked. It's working. Now what do you do? Yeah. Because if you want MJF on his own, uh, I don't know what you do with the other guy. You know? see, <laughs> see, here's the thing. To clarify, my point with getting MJF on, on his own was when we – Solely for the purpose of that four horsemen group right. we were talking about. Of course. It was solely for that purpose. I don't necessarily think they need to break up MJF and Wardlow. But I don't necessarily think that we need to make them tag team champions either. I think there's a balance. I think they could find a balance. I think they have found a balance. Um, that To me, again, it's a slow burn. Um, they have so many names that have so much they could do. I don't think that the vast majority of the fan base is like, what are they doing with Wardlow? You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't know that anybody's there with Wardlow yet. I do agree with you. Wardlow goes, it, if they break that up, it's going to be very interesting to see if they can keep Wardlow relevant. He's definitely right. more relevant with MJF than without him. I'm just saying this, I don't think they should be a tag team. Now, I don't necessarily think they have to break them up. That I just thought they had to break them break them up to put that team together because I didn't think he fit that scenario. That's all. Now, I'll say this. I wouldn't White House your idea of putting them the tag belts on them. I wouldn't mind that if they didn't have the tag division that they have. <laughs> if that right, right, sense. right. Like, I don't hate the idea. No, that's, yeah, that's the issue. That's the issue. The tag, right. they have such a great tag division right now. Right. That's being underutilized. <laughs> yes. You know, um, swig of coffee. Swig of coffee. There we go, <laughs> brothers and sisters. Where are we headed, Playhouse? 
Uh, we have the Brit Breaker, Brit Baker uh, video interview with Tony. Basically, all I really got out of it is pretty much, pretty much said she'll be back by all out. She's a role model. You know? Yeah, she's a role model. She is. Yeah, yeah I, I, I waver on this Britt Baker thing, to be honest with you. Uh, uh, you know what? I, I appreciate the idea that under these injury circumstances for her, they're trying to keep her relevant. Uh, I appreciate the idea that they're doing something with her that they're pretty much not doing with any other woman on the show, maybe a little bit with Swallow, oh. maybe maybe should deserve it or not. We'll get there. Uh, but it's th- there was a point in that, whole scenario where she said a few things and I felt like man if they just cut it right there if they didn't mm-hmm. give her the extra 30 or 45 seconds to ruin it mm-hmm. it probably would have been pretty good but they they gave her the time to screw it up <laughs> and that that's I was I was watching a TV show the other day it's a, it's a lawyer show I don't know if you guys ever heard of it it's called the practice it's it's 20 years old more yeah, than, yeah. yeah. So I, I've been rewatching it on Hulu. It's one of one of the things I'm binge watching right now because you know we have all this time on our hands. So anyway, they're long story short, they were talking about this lawyer that kind of comes in and works with them from time to time, and they were like, "If you give him enough time, he will screw it up. I don't care how great he's doing right now. If you give them enough time, they will <laughs> screw it up." And that's how I feel about Brick Baker. If you give Brick Brick Baker enough time, she will screw it up. I don't want to go that far, but I mean, I get your point. I get your sentiment, but I think, uh, I mean. No, it went from a good promo to a mediocre one. That's my point. Yeah. Where are we headed? Got uh, Taz comes out with Brian Cage. Taz explains uh, it was a business decision, why he threw the towel in. Uh, Brian Cage is not wired to tap. That's why he did it. Um, then you all of a sudden hear Darby Allen's music come. He comes out, standing there, and all of a sudden Ricky Starks come out, tax tax him, and uh, they start double teaming him. One point, Cage tosses him like a frisbee. He did. Um, he did throw him. Jesus man. He threw him from the middle of the ramp to the middle of the ring. <laughs> Jesus man. It was like a freaking like a rag doll. Then Mox comes out with a barbed wire bat, which, where did the barbed wire bat come from? I, I don't know. So, yeah, that's uh, something new. All right. I mean, you know, so it fits his character, though. That segment. Yeah, it does. It's just, uh, you know, I thought Taz did a good job explaining last week. He yep. almost gets fired. Yep. Um, and then they and then they segue into what happened in Dark um, last night, where you saw Starks join Taz. Um, and beating the shit out of Darby on Dark last night. Um, if you haven't watched Dark, it was actually one of the better ones in the last couple weeks. Um, and that was probably the best segment of, of the show. Yeah. Was seeing Starks join Cage. That was pretty cool. Um, and they um, teased I'm high, it. I'm a high on the kid. It was, it, they, was, it, was, it was good. They teased it on Dark last week, and they, they came through with it this week with Starks yeah. joining them. Um I actually, you know, we all watch wrestling a lot, so I had my little, like you said, booking hat on, and I'm like, oh, Starks isn't out there with him. I bet he attacks Darby before it ever happened. (laughs) But at the same time, that doesn't make it bad, though. It's just when you watch it enough, you you start thinking of scenarios that could happen. 
So they didn't make it bad. But I agree with you. Again, the Taz promo, as the Mox promo did, explained the towel incident, we'll call it. Um, they did a good job. They dealt with it well. So, again, we'll move, I, could, I can move on from it. And the one thing I'll give Taz, he's, this is where he sold me. When he talked about it being a business decision... Because I, when I'm like, how can Taz throw the towel in? He's fucking ECW crazy Taz, right? But then I see Taz standing in the middle of the ring with a suit on as a manager saying it's a business decision. And I'm like, yeah, you know what, motherfucker? You got me. You know, it, that fair. Yeah. You know, I, I I can't have my top guy out for six months, so I made a business decision. Yeah. Because I exactly. know because yeah. I know next time he's going to beat his ass. Edward, your thoughts? I think the highlight of the promo was right where you you were where he said i know because i did it once not twice and he's he did it once and he's not doing it twice yeah talking about the bicep yeah yeah the tear so that sold it for me even more because he knows what it's like Mm, yeah you know what i'm saying so i thought that was a really good job there uh to explain it but i'm glad you said that because if there was anybody in the world of wrestling podcasting that had a major problem with the towel it was you i think you had more of a problem with it than white house and me did so yeah, yeah. definitely for, to hear <laughs> to hear you say they fixed it for you you know at least you can move on from it now well that's there you go job mission accomplished i guess yeah, yeah i think i think it was mission accomplished and i also think that that was raw emotion going on air right after it happened you know what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not listen. I'm not gonna sit. I, I I don't go back on what I say. When I say it, I mean it. I'm not gonna. I'm not sitting here and tell you I love the idea that they did it. My point is, is I I'm good with the the way they're handling it coming out of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if, if trust me, if they didn't handle it well tonight, I was I was fully prepared to crush them again. But they handled it well, so why crush them? I made I made my thoughts known about the towel being thrown in. I'm reacting to what they did tonight, and what they did tonight was good. There's you have to be fair. That question, yes. Do you guys think it's too early for Taz to take on a second person? No. Uh, I hadn't thought about it to be honest with you. Um, you know. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to say yes. The one thing I'll say, though, is he is the announcer on Dark. And you can see Stark's kind of having a lot of matches on Dark. So his manager is going to be announcing his matches and not with him. So that may be a question. But I will say, you know, if I, I think they're headed to Darby and Stark's here at the pay-per-view probably. Which so you're going to be a badass match. You're yes. going to get a double dose of Taz, and you got Taz cutting promos on Darby and Mox. I think that could be pretty good. I I, I I say no because Starks is the young the young kid, the young up-and-comer. You know what I mean? Um, you know, so it's more of a project for Taz. Do you know? They're not going to so, be fighting each other anytime soon type of thing. Right. You know, so I think it's... More Taz getting, you know, WWE. You have Paul, Paul. You have Paul guys. You know, I'm a Paulie guy. Now I think in AEW you got Taz guys. 
And I think this is what you're going to see, Taz, having the, a group of his the, guys. The only thing is, in WWE, when it, you know, they, Paul Heyman's had one guy for like five years. <laughs> Which I never understood, to be honest with you. So I'm not, I'm not no. even saying it was the right thing to do. But I think, I think Brock Lesnar's been his only guy since he dropped, you know, uh, what's well, his name? CM, Henning's CM kid. CM Punk quit. Uh, well, he, had, he, had Kenny, he had Henning's kid. Um, yeah, Henning's kid for a little yeah. bit. Whatever happened yeah. to him? Does anybody know? He's still, he's still in the Royal Rumble. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? Uh, Henning's kid. Uh, what's his name? Uh, what the fuck was his name? Kurt uh, Henning's oh. kid. Oh, Curtis, Curtis Axel. Axel. Yeah, Curtis Axel. Yes, yes. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, nobody knows. <laughs> well, I, and I just loved yesterday. I love last night. Cause I, I don't know if you guys caught caught the Darby Allen match on Dark last night. I did. And. And I just loved just Taz going off on him at the commentary table. Darby's just staring at him in the corner before the match and just staring at him. And it's just pissing Taz off. I just thought he did a good job. Pissing his opponent off, too. (laughs) Yeah, it did. And uh, uh, so, no, I I, – and plus, I'm I'm biased because, I mean, my my first – my first – my first time watching Ricky Starks was back in February during the NWA, the NWA TV title tournament that that Ricky Starks won on that pay per view, um, and I've been sold on him since February. Tell, so. tell, tell the truth. I'm, tell the truth. Yeah. If you work what? for Ring of Honor or NWA, you're a hero in White House's world. Tell the truth. Come on. <laughs> 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 so I'm glad this kid's getting this opportunity on a bigger spotlight. He's, he's looking and, good and so far. Having Taz and having Taz with him, I think his character is different than what's there at uh, AEW. Um, I think he's got well, glass ceiling with him, man. I think the there, you know. TNT title in his future definitely. Yeah, they certainly they, they certainly have a, a level of competitor to. He he, he yeah. fits in with a lot of levels of competitors they have there. You know you know you know uh, Darby, um, Sammy Guevara. Yeah, um, man. Oh my um, god, that should be sick. I, I'm picture uh, Kip Sabian. You you know what I'm like that. I, yeah. I, yeah, I I you know it's almost like we were talking about with Impact on Saturday where you almost have like. Now that AEW is starting to bring, now that they have a bunch of bigger names, bigger guys, you know, they almost have the idea, can they get to a point where they do have a separation between the heavyweight wrestler and the yep. X Division type, cruiserweight type? They might, they might get there. They, they definitely have, they, they, they definitely have enough cruiserweights. We know they that. And, you know, having those top guys they have, I mean, Christ, we haven't even seen Pac come back yet. Right. You know what I mean? So, Which he's in, he's in either or. You know what I mean? He's a tweener. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. He's a tweener. He's so, so he's so jacked and he's so good that oh, fuck he, God, you, so good. he, you know, oh, he, he, he's fine. He's fine no matter where they put him. Right. And, and he, and he, had, he, he carries that, that credibility with him too. Exactly. You know what I love about him? The ears. Sorry. I thought I cut out there. Yeah, no, you're his good. ears, and <laughs> in addition to the ears. <laughs> the I thought I thought you were waiting for an answer, so I just gave you one. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Thanks for <laughs> So we got the ears, plus 
he, he the way he works, he doesn't have to be flippity floppity flu, but he right. can be, and yeah. and he uses it. He pulls it out when it means something. That's what I love about. Him. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he's the Brit man. He's he's still he, got he, that that hard, tough, you know, strong that, style. He can wrestle strong style for sure. Ru- yeah, exactly. Yes. You know, yes. so yeah. I mean, listen. What? If you threw him in New Japan, he could main event Wrestle Kingdom. Oh my God! Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like easily. Easy. Yeah, I agree. He can be stiff with the best of them, yeah. and still do the flippily flop stuff. Yeah. So, no, I, I to answer your question, though, which I think, I think this guy, if it was somebody else, more of a well known, I may mm. be like, this is a little too soon. But right. This guy that he's molded, he's you know, he's mentoring, um, first first time in this big spotlight. I think I think I think it's okay. Nice contrast. Uh, think, There's a nice contrast there. Yeah, it's yeah. A contrast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted your takes because I wasn't sure if it was if it seemed too soon. Like I like it because it breaks up the. Uh, I love him with Cage. Don't get me wrong, but I have a feeling some people are looking at that going, "Oh, what is this, Paul Heyman and Brock?" You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you add somebody to that little family, like I wouldn't mind. Taz being the Bobby Heenan, like the Heenan family, you know, give him a right. tag team too. Yeah, that'd be cool. Get another guy to get a trio. There you go. Trios tag. Trios. AC. Trios. Fuck team that. Taz. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck those titles. They're horrible. No matter where you have them, they suck. All right. Anyway, got that out. Where are we headed? So, so speaking of sucking, um, we go into. JR dropping a bomb that there's going to be a women's tag team tournament. And they mm-hmm. go into a video of a women's tag team tournament announced 18, what was it, what, was 16 women? 16, 16, 16 women, 8 teams. It's the deadly draw. I guess that's what they're calling it, the deadly draw. What the fuck was what I text you guys. Dude, they don't have eight, sixteen and up sixteen women to do this. And then did they say it's for the women's cup, I believe? Women's said? cup, yes. Okay. So this is gonna be their this is kind of a new Japan type More NXT. tournament for a cup or NXT, yep. Um Well, we started with the Nightmare family was it last week or the week before, right? This is the what nightmare tournament. The nightmare tournament. It's the nightmare tournament, right? <laughs> Cancel it. If you're, hey, AEW, AEW, whoever's listening from AEW, cancel it. Nobody will care. It's okay. Nobody will even remember it ran. I promise you. You 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 throw the rankings in and out like like they don't matter anyway. So nobody will call you out if you cancel it now. Just do it. Do it for yourself. Don't even do it for us. Do well, it for yourselves. You know, you know, it's funny because we talked about this last week, what the potential tag team, women's tag team belts. We all three of us poo-pooed it because they don't have enough quality to do that. They can't even find um, a challenger for their champion. Right. <laughs> and then you got, you got, Brand, you got Dustin that they're in, a, they're in a Jags facility doing some training. Is Dustin with, a uh, manager? Is, is Dustin a manager now? What is, what is going on with yeah, Dustin? He's, yeah, he's managing yeah. them. And, um, oh, congratulations to Dustin's also run opening a wrestling school as well. So, um, so he... Nightmare Family he got, Wrestling? He, 
they got a uh, interview with the two of them, and, and you got Brandy talking about potential down the road, maybe one day having women's tag team belts. No, don't do it. No, I, I'd rather listen. If I have to choose, I'll take the trios champions. I promise you, That's I will I'm take. Saying. I'll take the, the trios. trios. Give us Give neither. Us but if if I have to pick, if I have to pick, oh come on, AW. What do you do? You don't need this gimmick bullshit. Put on a good TV wrestling program like it did tonight. That's all you need to do. You don't need this stupid shit. Like what is the what what? My question is, what are they... I, I, I blame this on Kenny Omega. It's I guarantee you this is Omega's idea. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I, I, I we, doubt listen, it. and one thing I know is, if anybody from AEW is listening, it's not Kenny Omega, so I have no problem saying it. It's Kenny Omega's I, idea. I don't... They don't have 16 women to do this. They got like five already hurt. That's that's my issue. With yeah, but they're I, gonna... I wouldn't mind it if you have a huge roster of women, but you don't. So why are you doing it? All right, let me they're ask. Going to be pulling people off the indies. That, yeah, that's right, what they're going right, to be doing. Right. Which listen, I'm okay Which, with giving indie people work right now. That, but give them work in the crowd. Give them work in the crowd. Bring them in for bring them in for dark. But let me ask you guys this. And this is an honest to God's question. And we we are all supporters of women's wrestling. We're, this is not what this is about. We're, this, we just know that it's not going to be a good representation of it. That's the problem. My mm-hmm. question to you guys is this. Now, maybe if you put all their shows together, WWE could pull it off. Is there a wrestling company right now that could have... If they haven't been able to pull it off either. That can honestly say they have a deep enough wrestling roster with women to have multiple women's championships. I mean, WWE is the closest because you got all three brands. You combine all three, right? But they can but do it, the, right? But d- does everybody love it? No, because it's spread. They have four women's titles spread out over three shows, and it makes their roster thinner than it is. It, now, listen, if they had one or two shows, it probably would work better. I agree with that, but they don't. So it's very thin. It's very thin having they have four women's championships. Your AEW right now is trying to put together a proper women's division where they don't even have a challenger for their women's title and they think that this is a good idea? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't understand the logic behind this. Maybe to draw more more ladies to, to the division? I mean, I, that's the only thing I can think of. No, I think is, I think what they're no, it's not to the division. They're trying to they're trying to get a bigger female audience. I don't know. It's to me that's a very difficult thing from where they are. I think they're on a channel where probably more guys watch the channel than girls. They're promoted during the NBA, which is clearly more. You're gonna have more men than women watching that, um, and they don't have a name. In that women's division, that's going to go on The View or Good Morning America and get women to be like, oh, I got to watch AEW Wednesday night and see how this, this, woman, this woman can perform, which is honestly what WWE's done because they, they have the platform to do it. AEW doesn't. I think you put a good representative women's division together, have a champion, put on good matches on the pay-per-view, Represent women's wrestling the best you can as well as you can. This is overkill. And when you do overkill, you get what you got on Slammiversary, 
with the only match that was horrible with that women's gauntlet match that wasn't a gauntlet match. It's 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 almost the same thing. It's pretty close. I don't know, Edwards, how you feel about that, but yeah, I'm just trying to think of a way to say it. Um... <laughs> way to say it without getting canceled. <laughs> I don't. No, come on. We're being. We're listen. Li- anybody who's listening to the show, no, we're at. We're not. We're not against women's. Re- we're advocates for no, women's wrestling. No, no listen. I j- I just said on our Slam anniversary show we did. Nobody loves TNA knockouts, circa two thousand and eleven. More than you, TNA. nobody. Okay, nobody has ever met shit. in my life. Of course, you bring it up all the just, time. Yeah, but you just—they don't have the talent to be doing this right now, and they're not I gotta deep think to do it. They're not. They're, deep. No, exactly. That's the perfect word. They're not deep enough. But the, I don't think it's a coincidence that this was announced on the same night. I don't know what forty-five minutes before Sammy Guevara came back, mm. which tells me this is more of a woke decision than it is based on pro wrestling. You ruined the big surprise. And, <laughs> Sorry, but I'm I had to because that's what I keep going back to. Like I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm going, you know what? 16, 16 girls. You don't have sixty. You don't have eight girls. You have a handful of girls. Well, they why would are you eight, doing this? They would have eight, but like four hurt. <laughs> yeah, but still, I don't. I mean, even the ones that are hurt, are they really that good? I mean, sorry, the division is not that good. I don't know. What, plus, they also have. They have a problem with some of their rosters outside the country too, um, but they can't get in. Rio and right. some other people. I'll right. say I'll say this I'll say this. If they go Sheeta Statlander, uh, Nyla Rose, somebody else, okay, whatever. <clears throat> if they go uh, Diamanda and uh, Ivelisse, okay, now we're on to something. That's then you bring in, then you bring in the Allure for one night. Okay, I'm sold. Is there anybody else that they can bring in like that? But if they brought the allure in, all right, I'm in. You know why? Because they proved themselves in, well, you know, beautiful people, not allure. But you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. They need to bring somebody I, in. Are like they? That. Are they even? So, are they available? I don't. I don't even know if they're available. I mean, I, I don't. Know. I mean, could they work out? Exactly. They, they might have. I mean, they could probably work out some of ROH maybe to do it. Which I, I agree. I mean, it, you, you know, know like, no, no, I agree because in in the past, New Japan brings outside guys out for kind of tournaments like that and nxt has as well you know we talked about it with abushi they've done it with right, the right. tag team tournaments whatever um the other thing is it did you know what this the bottom line is this if you pulled wrestling fans are any wrestling fans clamoring we 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 did a huge segment last week on tag team wrestling and we're probably going to do many more with the, the the way we're headed right now with especially with this AEW. Uh, tag team division, and we're clamor- clamoring for that old school, you know, big time tag team wrestling. If you pulled wrestling fans, do you think there's any wrestling fan out there that's like, I can't wait to have a women's tag team? I mean, there could be a few. I'm not saying there's none. The vast majority. Do you really think that there, there's probably 500 things on their mind that AEW could do before they get to that? Yeah. Yeah. And it, I my, know where they're getting the talent from. My point, and it, dude, uh, that's, that's, that's my point. Because what you do is you diminish how good, even if you're, their, their division's kind of small. We, we all agree on that. 
But right. it's we also agree that it's very top-heavy. And the top of it's very good, especially Sheeta. Right? So that part of it gets diminished in a mediocre tournament. Now, we haven't seen it yet, but the assumption is that it's going to be mediocre. And I think that's the problem with it. There's nobody like, oh my god, I can't wait till they have that tag team tournament. You know what everybody's going to be saying through half of the... First of all, half of it will probably take place on Dark. It should. In theory. Um... And we we wondered when they put Brandy and Bart and and uh, and um, Allie together where they were headed with that, but now we know. Winners of the cup. But those two wrestling as singles would elevate some of the talent in a singles women's division, which they desperately need. I I, well, I, just, I don't understand the logic. Now. The one, the I one agree. thing I, 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 Brandy, no. I, I, yeah. I, I talent-wise, I might agree with you that Brandy might not be the greatest in the ring, but she also has a name though that people hey, know. I'll give you the name. Talent-wise, right. ain't there. Yeah, uh-huh. no, I agree. But what, you're going to put less talented people that nobody knows in the ring now. See, that's yeah, that's the thing. Like, if they're going to get, like, if they could grab Rosemary and uh, you know Diana Peraza, you just said she has a right pay, uh, pay per deal mm-hmm. whatever uh if they can bring somebody like that in fine but i don't think they're gonna what are they gonna they're gonna grab like girls from shimmer that we don't have any idea who they are yeah you know what i mean like that's the problem that's the problem yeah and also it said this summer right so i, I don't know if they looked but it's july 22nd right now <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know you need what eight, seven eight weeks seven weeks to do a tournament of eight teams <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sir, it's sometime soon. <laughs> White House, I don't know. What are we wrong about this? I mean Hey, summer summer lasts in Florida to December. I guess that's what they're spending the month of August is this. Yeah. I, I think we wasted too much time on that already. Do the month of August. Next Where week we? we'll probably get a little bit more details. That'll put us twenty ninth. I hope not. And then you got the following week, you know would be you know that first Tuesday in August and uh, Wednesday in August and maybe some dark beyond dark. Have to figure dark would play play into this yeah, only because only because their 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 ratings they're getting hits is off the charts. So people are watching. It. Well, plus you could you put know. you could put two women's matches on dark and nobody's gonna go crazy. You put two women's matches on dynamite, lackluster ones, and everybody's gonna go insane. Well, because it's going to stand out more, yeah. Yeah, that, that exactly. Yeah. yeah. All yeah, right, where, where are we headed? I, just, I think they're too, went to too, too soon on this. Oh, yeah, Jericho interview with uh, Alex uh, backstage. I actually like this interview. It was funny, man. You know, he's wearing the orange. He's wearing his white jacket that's turned orange. $7,000 white jacket. <laughs> <laughs> so... Good, it was a good setup for the main event this evening. So, uh, it was entertaining. Jericho, as always. He fired a few missiles at, at the uh, Jurassic Experience yeah. or whatever the hell they're yeah. calling them, uh, which yeah. which were funny, which were good, too. And then my favorite part of the whole thing is when he turns the – was it Santana? I think he turned to Santana, and he's like, do I still smell like orange juice? And he, like, leans in, and he sniffs in, and he's like, 
yeah, dude, you kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> and Ortiz is like, what the fuck, <laughs> You want me to lie? <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, so we so from the from that from that interview we go into uh, we go into uh, Young Bucks versus Butcher and the Blade, false count anywhere, and uh, they're right in the back, ready to go with the rest in the back and they in start the kitchen. kitchen. Yeah. Did did you find that a little like? Did it take? I, I mean, it took me a minute to get my bearings the way they started that. I, I not. I think the match was pretty good, but it took me a minute to kind of like, what's going on here? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe it was just me. Um, you no, know. it wasn't just you. I, I felt like, is this a brawl? Is this a backstage brawl? No, it's a match. I know it is because they're... Yeah, oh, all right. So it wasn't just me. Because <laughs> that, that's what I thought. And then they're like, no, they have false count anywhere. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Here we are. <laughs> they're body slamming each other on metal tables in the kitchen. Okay. I, you know, are, are they fighting? And then, yeah. Fall, all right. So, I, I mean... Yeah, it took a second. You, dude, took you know second. how it is. You get distracted. You're doing something else. You look up. And I'm like, wait, mm-hmm. maybe I missed something. So I, I guess it wasn't just me. <laughs> yeah, it was just it, it, weird, weird start to the match. Um, yeah, I was weird starting in the back, but I kind of dug it once I got my bear. Yeah, they had they had some yeah. they had some big spots. Yeah. They had some big spots in this match. Um, uh, a, a little bit away from the nerdy bucks, which was nice. Uh, you know, you, you have to do flips out of trucks and super kicking guys onto escalators and shit. So I could kind of dig that. You know, I, I think I think they needed this one. Um, the big finish at the end with the, uh, you know, through the tables off the uh, the scaffolding there. JR called it 20 feet. I don't know if it was 20 feet, but effect, whatever. Uh, cool spot. You got a little bit of blood there. Um, Butcher and Blade, I mean, I, I kind of like this tag team. Um, they lose a lot right now. But I think, it doesn't hurt them right now, though. Yeah, though. I, I don't think I don't think it nope. kills them. They're 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 in the mix. They're in the mix with with the better tag teams. Um, I, I I like I'm digging this tag team. Uh, especially the bait, the blade. I mean, the dude's stacked. He could go. Um, the little bit of the throwback. Uh, I still don't love the white gear. I think they they could do a better job with the gear. But uh, you know, this is this is a good match, and the Bucks needed it. Um, you, we've talked about it on the show. We've been down on what especially the elite guys have been doing. And um, I think the majority of them had a good night. I'm not so sold that the Bucks are going to revert to, you know, old school, new Japan, early school, Ring of Honor, Bullet Club Bucks. Um, I don't think they're going back there. Um, and I don't think Kenny's going back to Bullet Club Kenny, which we all want, but I don't think he is. Um, which, you know, that, again, that's a whole podcast right there. But I think it was a good night for the Bucks, and I think it was a good night for Butcher and Blade, and a good. I mean, we're gonna we'll talk more about tag team wrestling as we go through the show because it, it plays out longer. But another another good match for this tag team division that is starting to finally take shape. I think. Well, I think it's finally starting to take shape is because you know you're getting the Bucks are back. They're starting to put some wins together. They're going to climb the rankings. You know, I think that helps. You know, so... No, they needed this. It doesn't help. Doesn't hurt Butcher and the Blade with this loss because, I mean, it's false count anywhere. You know, you know what I mean? So I don't think it hurts them too much. So I, thought, I like the pace of the match. I thought it was a good match. 
You're right there. Yeah. Why? Okay. Sound like you were losing it there for a minute. No, I'm good. Okay. I took a drink of juice and it went down the wrong way. That's about oh, it. Oh, okay. Okay. I wasn't sure what was happening there, man. <laughs> dude, I tried to play it, I tried to play it off, man. No, it went down the wrong pipe. It fucking hurt, man. Not gonna lie. <laughs> it sounded like it did. Oh, God. <laughs> I hate when I do that. <sighs> I think this is, this match, I think is where, uh, like AC said in the beginning, the flow, the feel of the show felt different. I'm almost willing to say that and I'm not in no way suggesting they should be doing the cinematic swamp match or, you know, anything like that. Nothing crazy. Mm. But I think because we had the Jericho promo and the inner circle before this, and then it, then we had this match, which mainly happened backstage in the kitchen. I think it breaks up the monotony of having every single thing in the ring. Yep. So maybe they need to do more of the, and it doesn't have to be a false count everywhere, but maybe they should just do one thing that's a little bit, you know, 10, 15 minutes somewhere else every show. Especially right now with Outworld. Especially, games. yes, exactly. Exactly. Because it did. It broke up the, it, it made it feel different. I don't, I don't know. It just made it feel, yeah, like edgy, I, like you said. You know? yeah. yeah, I agree. And it, it, it wasn't just a run of the mill. Let's bring, let's bring one of these tag teams that's been working on Dark and have them wrestle the Bucks so we can get the Young Bucks to win and get them on the show. Um, it, it, it advanced the storyline that's been playing out. Uh, you know, it, it, it told the story, a continuation of the story of last week of, you know, the Bucks stealing the keys to FDR's truck and um, giving them back to FTR. And, uh, you know, Butcher and Blade want revenge for what happened there. So... Yeah, all in all, uh, I think I think it was good. Um, I'm not going to call it great. I'm not ready. Again, I'm not ready to jump on the elite bandwagon here at all. But this this the break the breakup in the show. I I definitely agree with. Yes. It's almost like, um, and I don't know that they did this on Impact last night, but if you've been watching Impact, to kind of break it up a little bit with having no fans, they'll give you like a flashback match. From you know mm. years years back, just trying to break break up the flow a little bit. So maybe this is another way to do that. Um, having these kind of, I, I the one thing I'll say though is, and I I heard this sentiment, and I didn't watch I didn't watch the match, so I'm not going to comment on the match at all. The cinematic match that WWE did at the pay per view Sunday. The one thing I I noticed in reading and seeing some of the tweets, it's almost like people are getting the idea that now they're overkilling the the cinematic style so I, I i don't know that you want to do it every week the same thing may but you're right something creative to break it up every week but that that changes it up you know what i mean mm-hmm. yep. good idea it's a good idea yep i agree what else were we at and then that takes us to one of the best segments of this evening we got lance archer with alex in the back Yes. Jake the Snake saying he's getting frustrated. Lance Archer grabs Alex into the time. locker room, and he kicks the fuck out of everybody in the locker room. <laughs> this was much needed. It was about time. This should have happened months ago, yeah. but at least we can say it's happening now. So what, what was <laughs> yes. what was your guys' favorite? What was your favorite part when he threw the guy into the ceiling, or when he put him in a garbage can? 
I pop. I popped for the ceiling move because yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen that before. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, you just threw him right up into the ceiling, like whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know what's great about having the uh, the owner of the wrestling company actually own the building is you can destroy the building, and it's like, yeah. it's my building. Like whatever, I'll just destroy my building. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's not like they got to fix it before they leave. At, at three in the morning, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it later. You know, we got nothing going on right now, anyway. You know, um, yeah. Uh, listen, we need more. We need more Snake. We need more Archer. We need to get them into a program. Uh, we need to get them into a big program. Um, to me, the only way this works is if this is built on built upon next week. You can't. I, what I I don't want to fall into this pattern where every couple of weeks. We get a backstage segment of Archer kicking the shit out of people, and there's no substance to go along with it. Let's right. let's get some substance now. Let's get some substance. I don't know who it is. They can make that choice, but let's get them in there. Let's let's make some substance with, with Archer. Now. Oh, there has to be a sa- sacrificial lamb in the ring next week. No, no, no. no. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about he needs to win a match. I'm talking no, about no. they need to I'm get him into a. a He's gonna come out there just. Some poor schmuck schmo is getting the sacrificial lamb abuse taken out of him. Wait, no, that no. Before wait, a match, you, during a match, after a match. You're missing my point, though. I know. I agree. I agree. I, I agree. White House, hundred percent. No, but my point being is, I think it needs to build to something. Like they they need to start introducing him into some kind of program with somebody. Whether it happens at the end of, after he kicks the shit out of somebody or before, it's totally fine. I'm not disagreeing with you. Yes, I think it should. But if you look, if you, in the steps of things, he does this backstage, Snake says they're frustrated. Okay, in Lance Archer's world, he comes out, it's not his match, he comes out before, during, or after, kicks the shit out of both of them. Like... <clears throat> Having a guy, or it could be a guy, maybe it's the guy, whoever it is, they're going to put him in a program with. To me, that would right. just be better. Because, we, I mean, we've seen him kick the shit out of people. We've seen him kick the shit out of Joey right. Janela in a match, and then he did nothing with him again. So, all I'm saying is right. I don't want to see the same cycle. I, I want to see, like, something. Like, here's the thing. Snake could cut promos on people, but he has nobody to cut a promo on right now. He has nobody to go after. You know, like he did when all the great stuff they did with Cody, Snake had Cody to go after. You know, he, I mean, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say he was Dustin because he already kicked the shit out of him and they already did the Cody family thing. So I wouldn't go there. Um, and maybe there's some other things for Hardy as we're starting to see. Um, I'm struggling. Here's the problem. I'm struggling to come up with a guy off the top of my head who I would do this with. Um, with our, he, the, actually, the guy I'm thinking of is Darby Allen, but he's got bigger fish to fry right now. Well, bigger fish to fry in the AEW grand scheme of things. But I think an Archer-Darby program could be really good. Uh, but there's got to be somebody. There, you know, I, I, I'm just, I'm not, I, I can't think of it right now. Dude, have him come out and kick the shit out of Kenny Omega. Omega or Page, but damn. No, have him kick the shit out of Kenny Omega and then he lose the titles. He kicks the shit out of Kenny Omega. I know. No, don't beat a dead horse. Don't beat a dead horse. (laughs) Have him kick the shit out of Kenny Omega. Uh, Or whatever. One of the young bucks. I don't know. Whatever. Something. Something. Give me something. No, it was good. It was good. I'm I'm glad. I just want to see them follow it up. And not follow it up where he just, you know... 
does this like get it, go somewhere with this? That's all I'm saying. All right, move on. Uh, I'm looking forward to this match as well. Demonte versus Ivelisse. I thought it was a solid match. It was the only women's match on 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 the card this evening. Not that they had any other <laughs> any other uh, options, but uh, thought this well, was apparently a, they do. I mean, who knew? No, the match was good. Uh, the match was good. Uh, the one thing, I, the other thing, I thought the winner was a surprise. So I was intrigued by that. The one thing I disliked about this was why are, why is Swole having a promo in the middle of their match? Yeah, I don't, I, I, First of all, it wasn't even a good promo, and it wasn't fair to them. It wasn't fair to them either. Right. And it wasn't good. No. Edwards. All right. I thought the match was good. I'm kind of an evil East Mark. I know so you love I'm her. glad she's there. It was good to see her again. Um, but boy, oh boy. Not only did they put a promo in the middle of the match for Big Swole, but there was a spot where she said she said something, and it was like ten seconds in. She said, "You bitch or whatever, or you little girl." She said something. Little girl. Little girl. Okay. Who's producing this shit? Because it took her ten seconds to do that. Here's what you do: stop, delete, and re fucking cut it again. <laughs> This is the problem yeah, it wasn't with live, not clearly. having a TV guy backstage because that, to me, mm. came out so piss poor, it didn't do Big Swole any favors, and you're spending all this damn time with Britt Baker, keeping her relevant, and with Big Swole. These two do not deserve the time they're getting, <laughs> especially when you cut a promo like that. You're supposed to be a professional wrestler. You can't fucking talk to begin with. You do 10 seconds of a run of words, and you stutter and stop and pause. You know what you do? The producer that's producing that segment needs to fucking cut it and take two. How it's many that cuts? fucking simple. This pissed me off, and it's probably <laughs> because I'm an evil East Mark. And how, so, how, excuse how many... me for being pissed off. No, I, I agree. I think a really good match here. I was pumped up for it. I thought finally I the women it, are going to get I, finally. finally the women are going to get some some talented girls to help out the division. And they're good. Girls. They're good. Yes. They're good. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Two, two and then points. Big Swole does that. I'm I'm like, what I think is they going both on? Beat the shit out of her when she comes back from suspension. They both need to jump her in the backstage, two, man. Yeah, they, they, they won't. Of, they won't. They won't. They won't. They won't because they don't see. Big Swole is awful. They that came off to me as so, it, it just came off so independent YouTube channel, forty views bullshit. That's what that came off as, like some yeah. local company in the Midwest that does a YouTube show. <laughs> CWF Mid Atlantic, CWF Mid Atlantic. No, I'm just kidding. We love CWF Mid Atlantic. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're, we're making fun of white. We're making fun of white. We love you guys at CWF Mid Atlantic. We really do. We really do. They're good. They're good sports. I, I, I crushed them for six months, and they, they still love me. I don't really know if they do, but they were good sports about it. It, it was all a work. It was all a work anyway. Two points. Number one, he's not kidding about the Ivelisse thing, because back in the day, old school, or uh, you know, I think it was like our sixth or seventh show, was named like Ivelisse's ass or something. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> when, when Lucha Underground was on? He and you named. He produced the show that, not me. So he named it that himself. So I know he's a huge Ivelisse fan. I was actually thinking about it while we were watching this match. I forgot about that. <laughs> it's so true. And point, point number two. 
I agree with you. And my question to you is this. How many times would have McMahon made her redo that before you just scrapped the whole thing? Well, see, this is <laughs> this is the problem. Like, it's one thing to let people cut their own promos. I am all in favor of that. It should be old school. You should be able to do John Moxley. I'm sure Moxley might do a couple takes, but he's definitely not going to stop until he gets it right. A guy yeah. like Moxley. Right. Um, and you know what? You know what I'm saying? I'm, and then you have Big Swole on the other hand. Well, this is why she'll never work in the WWE and be able to cut her own promo because somebody is going to fix that shit. And yeah. that's the problem, right? Yeah. Um, I, think some- ha- I think you have to have the, the happy medium there. Know your, know your talent. Know your talent. Hand a microphone to Cody. Promo. Don't write the promo for her. Just have her retake it. Right. Boy, that really it really pissed me off tonight. I'm just, I know, it's weird. I, I'm coming down on Big Swole. No, no, no. It's, it's not weird because you make a point to the overall issue here where, you know, everybody downs on the WWE for micromanaging talent. But there are there are some, and, and I go back to what I talked about it with an NEW referee at at Buffalo Wild Wings in Waterbury, Smitty was bartending. Shout out Smitty. And him and I talked about it, and I was like, oh, the one thing I'm really excited about AEW, I've told this story before, was the talent's not going to be micromanaged. They're going to be able to cut their own promos, and they're going to they're gonna be able to use their creativity. And he goes, yeah, that's great for the ones that are good at it, but what about the ones mm-hmm. that aren't? And I'm like, you know what? He's right. I think you got to know your talent. You hand John Moxley a microphone. You hand Chris Jericho a microphone. You hand Taz a microphone. You hand MJF a microphone. You hand Cody a microphone. Somebody like that? Hey, let's let's do a dry run. See what you got here. Don't give her a fucking microphone. No, let's do a dry run. See what you got here. We'll film it. If it's good, we'll keep it. If not, we're gonna we're gonna try something else here. Because you're and right. That's, that's it's not like it was live. Because <laughs> if she was in the if she was in the middle of the ring live, and that happened. I'll give her a pass. But it was pre-taped. Yeah. There's no excuse for that. That that's I it just really irked me, man. Uh. You uh I agree I agree with you because uh it's it's uh how do I to me that's more of a production problem than yes. her problem. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. They they've had that in the past production problems. I mean and listen, you're working. Well. How? I mean, do do is it is it, it like I, I'll ask you because I know there's backstage people, um, and I know a lot of them are wrestling people. So there's no TV people at all. This is 100% produced by Khan and his staff of wrestlers. Um, you know TNT. You would think they'd have, and I'm agreeing with you. They probably don't. Uh, you would think they'd have like some kind of you know, TV producer back there that goes, hold, hold on a second here. You know, mm-hmm. if if you know, we're if we did a pre-recorded sh- spot with Shaq on, you know, the the NBA pregame show, and it comes off like that, we're re-recording that shit. You know, you, you know what I mean? Um, right. I, I think I think I agree with you. I think you have to have that contrast, and I think you have to be open. I'm not saying let them produce the whole show, but have input where be like, hey, hey, hold on a second. We're going to run this during the match. So let's make it as short but as efficient as it can be. Now, I question that they even ran it during the match, to be honest with you. Because they, guys, so do I. It, they, it, they, if they ran that promo and Tony handed, see, like Tony handed 
or did oh Tony yeah Tony did the interview handed Britt Baker like an iPad and it was her promo it would make more sense to run the promo then they ran it during a women's match that has nothing to do with what she's talking about has yeah. nothing to do with Britt Baker this was a match to wrestle for the AEW Women's Champion who's not Britt Baker so why why would you put this promo during the match it's not fair to to the competitors that were in the ring who were having a good match and honestly it's not it's not a good it's not a good TV watch for the viewer at home either debuting by the way two what girls they, debuting yeah, right, they've been spending most of the time on dark and right. what and what would you what what would you have done in a live audience scenario there you're going to play it on the 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 AEW right. Tron right. behind the thing while they're wrestling so the crowd stands up and turns away from the ring and watches her terrible promo like i, I don't I'll get take it. it i'll take it i'll take it a tad bit further there were two matches tonight that i felt went a little bit long mm-hmm. butcher and blade in the bucks but yeah. i wasn't too annoyed with it but i think it went a little too long and I think the main event went a little too long. Yeah, yeah the so, main event so was not cut ten seconds from each and just air a swall promo that was edited correctly or cut correctly, basically. Yeah, the it's air, not that hard. Yeah, it's really not that hard. I agree. Uh, I agree. There, there. I, I that's that's a production issue right there. Hundred percent. I agree. I'm glad you brought 100%. that up. I'm glad. I'm glad you. I'm glad you went a little further with that because it bothered me at the time because I thought the promo was bad and I didn't like the idea that they took away from the match. But you're right. You're right. It, it, it's it's more in depth than that. There's so many other ways you could have handled it. Uh, White House, where are we headed? Headed to five versus Hangman Page. All right, again, Hangman's wearing his mask. Hey, listen. I'm just gonna say this because I've been very outspoken on the mask thing. The only my biggest beef, and I'm gonna say it again, and I, and I brought this up last week when you busted my balls about the mask thing. Hangman Page wants to go on Twitter and tell people to eat his ass so they don't wear masks. I better see him with a fucking mask on. He had a mask on. No problem. My point is, if, if you're going to preach what, preach what you, practice what you preach. You know what I mean? So I'm okay with that tonight. Plus, I got to admit, I felt a little bit of pre-COVID Hangman tonight. Which, I don't know that that's Agreed. been there in a mm-hmm. while. Like, I haven't felt that it, literally the whole time. we've been. First of all, he, he was gone for six weeks, eight weeks, whatever the fuck it was. And, you know, he came back and it was kind of lackluster. They haven't done much with them. They haven't done much with the tag titles. Uh, this was a good spot, a good match. Five, five could go. Good match. Um, Dark Order. Uh, I liked... I liked the idea that the Dark Order is doing this. We're going to stand on the ramp now and, you know, Brody's going to come to the ring and offer him a spot. And I, I liked I liked Hangman's response. Yeah, dude, I, I really don't think I'm ready to join a cult right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which which I, I thought it was good. I thought it was a good, good promo by Hangman. But the big takeaway was Brody saying, where's your tag team partner? Where's your elite friends? They left you out here alone, and look at this. You're in danger. I have, I have all my, my people here now. He's not calling it a cult, but Hangman called it a cult. cult. And Brody advanced his little weird story he's got going on with Cole Cabana. I could rather take nor leave that. Not a huge fan of what uh, Brody's been doing. Uh, but I want to get your guys' thoughts about that. And then I got a text from a friend, which I want to read to you guys. And I want to hear your thoughts about that. But you guys jump in, uh, get your thoughts on the match, and then we'll go to the text. Uh, the match is decent. Um, five can go. 
I mean, Paige got his got his move set in, but I think more there was more excitement of what happened after the match than the match, in my true. opinion. True, I didn't get and, that far yet, but go ahead, jump jump right in with it. Yep. You, you know what I mean? You, you you got you got you got Paige getting jumped, and the first two out of the locker room to, to save him is FTR. Yep. You know, and then you have Omega coming out after the fact. So, um, I thought that was that was surprising. Uh, shakes FTR's hand, FTR gives him a beer, and then Kenny's just watching, standing there watching it. I mean, the, 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 the tag team dumped beer on him last week. <laughs> he's, he's, he's watching a match with him, FTR, last week. He's shaking. No, he's watching it, Kenny. This week. He's watching a match Kenny was in in with right. them. Yeah, right, exactly. And now he's shaking their hand in the ring as Kenny's watching it. He's mm. just standing there watching it. So it's definitely going down a road somewhere. I'm curious to see where it leads, but it definitely gets my thoughts going. That what if it's not Cody? It's hangman. Yeah, I, te- I texted you guys that too. I, I it could. I mean, it could be like uh, that. It makes a lot of sense. He's a cowboy. He drinks beer. Uh, they're making a connection. This could totally be a work. Now, if Tully starts scouting him, we might know. Um, we didn't get anything from Spears this week at all. Again, weird. Nothing, nothing from Tully again. Weird. But yeah, maybe it could be hangman. Edward, your thoughts? Um. Okay, so they did a long, a long slow burn that never paid off when we all thought Paige was turning heel. And then they backed off it for a while <clears throat> because they got him over by drinking beer. And then they backed off it, and they were working as a team. And now we have this again. Mm-hmm. So I think what is probably going to happen is when they drop those belts finally to whoever. I'm guessing FDR because it seems like FDR is involved with both of them. So if I'm looking at it from the the foreshadowing standpoint, they will beat them for the belts. But I can't figure out which one is going to abandon the other one in the ring because I think that's where it's going. Kenny or Paige are going to hop down and walk to the back and somebody's going to be left to die. Yeah. I just can't figure out which one it's going to be. And I got to give them credit because in the beginning when we were all saying, you know, months ago, oh, Paige needs something. Paige just isn't connecting, you know. They fixed it. And now we're back here again, and they did a good job of messing all of it up because now I have no idea where they're going. So this is um, a couple tweets from my boy Kanda. Shout out Kanda. I know he's listening to the live stream. He gave us the heads up on the technical difficulties but we were, we, I was texting with him during the show, too, and he, he brought up a really good point about the Dark Order. But before we get there, he also brought up uh, you know, a good point when we were talking about it possibly being an idea where Paige and FTR and Spears or whoever gets together and does like a horseman gimmick or they call it somewhere else, something else. Uh, he suggested uh, – what the hell did he suggest calling it? Um, old school cowboys. <laughs> And he was—he basically was like making a quote like that they would say like, 
bucks, you video game playing nerds. There are only two things that OSC likes to do. Drink beer and wrestle. <laughs> and unfortunately for you boys, we're all out of beer. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, one of those things where he's playing off the idea that we've all been saying, like, you know, elite or kind of nerdy, the video game uh-huh. thing. The they They're very far from... The bullet club that was mock executing people in Japan to what they are what they are now, and Hangman is yes he's over, but he's not fitting what the elite's doing. He's more of a badass. He's drinking whiskey. He's drinking beer. He rides cowboys, and he's you know hanging out with FTR now. Uh, so there's definitely a, a, there's a distinction there, um, and you know maybe maybe we do get new tag team. We have a we have a. The number one contenders, which I don't know how they're number one contenders. I can't remember the last time they wrestled, but uh, Evil Uno and um, and uh, what's the other kid's name? I always forget his Stu name. Grayson. Stu Grayson. Stu Thank Grayson. You. <laughs> yeah, Stu Grayson, which is the one I like the most, and I always forget his name. Uh, yep. Uh, you know, are going to wrestle a match for the tag team titles. Uh, I'm not opposed to them winning it. They they are they've been a tag team since they came in. Uh, they're a real tag team. They're allegedly the number one contenders. We could, you know, we could all argue on whether they should be or not. But the fact of the matter is, if you're going to have a rating system and they are number one, the idea that they win it isn't crazy. Um, and the idea that more seeds could be planted for this hangman breakup uh, could happen, which I think would be pretty cool. But you know, we were talking. I was also talking with uh, uh, with Kanda about the Dark Order and Brody Lee. And, you know, we've all wavered on it a lot, too. Certain times you're like, oh, man, they're on to something here. And then it's like, it's not that great. And then it's like they're on to something, and then it's not that great. And I don't know that Brody Lee's done the greatest job since he's come over. Uh, I thought his his initial debut was good. But you got the McMahon stuff, which I know we, were, I, we, we weren't in love with. Um... Then you get him now recruiting people, whatever the thing he's doing. He had he had a program with Moxley that wasn't the greatest, um, probably to no fault of his own. I think it was a little too much too quick. Uh, but now you have, you have the Dark Order. And he was like, I hate the idea that they have these masks, and it's, it's just like a bunch of masked guys that you don't know who they are. I'd rather know who the guys are, have them have names, but have them have like some kind of symbol on their cheek or on their shoulder and I, you know what I kind of agree with what he's saying because it's very confusing as a fan to look at the Dark Order and oh we're going to call them 5, 3, 4, 7 um, yeah that's not that's not that great for me so yeah demask them put some kind of Dark Order symbol on them and you know get get an idea of who these guys are especially when they're wrestling on Dark when they're re- when when this guy's wrestling Hangman, you know he's part of the Dark Order. Yeah, you know maybe maybe they wear contacts where all their eyes are black, and they you know they have some kind of you know fake tattoo or something. Which I think honestly I agree with him on this, and I had never thought about it until he brought it up. I think it work out a lot better for them um, in in that scenario. Uh, Evil Uno is the one guy to keep the mask on because he's the one guy I like it on him. Uh, but then, you know, Grayson doesn't wear it anyway, so you're good there. Brody doesn't wear it. And, obviously, I, I mean, I don't know what they're doing with Cabana. I, I, I think you're going to get some kind of bullshit turn where Cabana and Brody have a program, which I could really take it or leave it. I don't know what, how you guys feel about that. 
Somebody um, I, I, I like it. I think I like it. Um, I think the way to get there is you just have Evil Uno. Because Evil Uno seems to be like, you know, Brody's... Well, he was the mouthpiece before Brody came in. Yeah. So I think the way the easy way to get there is, I wear this mask for a reason. Take your sh- shit and masks off. Yeah, yeah jobbers. Yeah. You know, whatever. Right, right. And yeah, he's right. Like, I mean, what would a cult do? Like, if you're in a cult, there's some distinct thing, you know? Like, yeah. if you want to make it like horror movie type shit, you know? Uh, so give them a tattoo or something. Yeah, I like that. But besides Cabana, um, like, we know who they are because they were jobbers on Dark. But at the same time, it doesn't matter who they are because they're jobbers. Mm. So I'm just trying to figure out, like... Maybe having some more name guys that maybe not big names, but guys you know who get under the spell or something. Yeah, yeah, I think they need to almost re- retool the whole thing. To mm-hmm. be honest, now I, I understand the story is they're losers, they're jobbers. That's why they're in it. Right. But at the same time, like, do you guys ever see them pushing the two, the two, the other two tag team guys? No. Uh, you know what I mean? No, me neither. Do you ever see them pushing Angels, who I guess is number five now? I don't see it. Yeah, so why are they there? Like, what? What's the end game? I don't know. Right, right. Uh, I, I, yeah, I agree. The, these are guys who probably, you know, maybe should just if they called out the whole Dark Order and uh, fifty, not fifty, but you know what I'm saying. Twenty twelve guys ran out or something. And you had all these masked guys that you never see run out and do a beatdown, and then you don't see him again. But then the seven main guys, Brody in the middle, but those seven main guys, you know who they are. They're brainwashed. They have this marking. Maybe, like I said, maybe they're wearing some weird, you know, uh, uh, contacts with or all their eyes are black or something. Like they're under some kind of spell. Would I think it would it would do a lot better of what they're doing? And I agree with you. That is a good point, you know, in addition to his point. So what if you unmask them? Because nobody cares who they are anyway. You know, so, you know, I think they're both great points. I think if you tie both of those together where you have some bigger names, but they're not masked, but they're also distinctive to the Dark Order, I I think you accomplish both goals. White House, your thoughts? Yeah, I I, I see that point of view. I mean, I I see them... I see why they have it on is, you know, part of the cult. You don't have an identity. Like, I get it. You know, they probably could do a better job explaining it. Uh, but that end of it, taking the masks off and having a, a symbol on their face. Yeah, man, I, I think it's, uh, I, I think it'll be interesting. I, I, I personally think they should, uh, I'm a lot more aligned the lines of what Edward said, scrap it to an extent of, you know, I thought they were going to add that that hot chick. I forgot her name. Sorry, that hot, that hot, that girl. Um, I thought they were adding her. I haven't seen her since. Yeah, they do all this um, weird shit and then go away from it all the know, time. It's so weird. But I think they need to add. You know, I get the jobber thing in the beginning, but now that Brody Lee came, you know, he's now head of it. They, you know. I don't know if they need jobbers anymore. You know, Brody Lee of that elk, you know, they should be having at least some mid-card guys. You know, 
Uh, yeah, but they, they do. They have some. They're not really using them. You know, really that's part of it too. Fight. You know, Yo. part part of it is that we don't see Evil Uno and uh, Grayson that often. That's why I always forget his name. It's, it's like they don't, they never fucking wrestle. And then that other that other dude that 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 does that, that you got you got Uno and you got Grayson. You got the other tag team and you got that guy in the far left. Who the fuck is that? I mean, with the, he's with fucking the, jacked. Where he had the uh, big the the, the robe the jacket, jacket on. on. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I was confused by that too. I wasn't sure who that was. I mean, I don't know if that's supposed to be a, who, a surprise. Me, who's running that, that gimmick? That fucking dude's jacked. Who who's running that whole this whole ordeal? Because it's very, you know, it, it's almost like it's it, it's very chaotic. Where it, 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 there's no there's no real direction to it. It's almost no, like it's different. yeah, it's like reactive. Like, oh, we did this, so let's do that now. Like, like Edward, you're the big TV guy and a storyteller. You always say, "What do you do when you have a story? You have the beginning and the end, then you find out what happens in the middle." Are they doing that with the Dark Order? It's doubtful, right? I mean, I don't think they are at all. I don't know. I. I... I I I'm just curious to know the fuck that dude is and on far left man. Well, maybe they'll tell uh, you, or maybe you'll just never see him again. That, that's the problem. Yeah, but you know, I don't. You have you know you have the beginning, middle, end of every story. I don't get this story. You know, outside of Brody Lee, I really don't care. You know, yeah, you got Grayson and Ono. I you know they're a decent tag team. They're number one contenders. They were the number one contenders before this whole COVID thing came. Then you didn't see them because of they weren't around. And now they're back, so I think it's kind of... They're trying to get it lined where it was before, I guess. Yeah, but it's, it's, but, hard, it's hard to do that when you're watching all these other tag teams wrestle true, and have wins right. and everything else. So I'm just, I mean, because that's the only thing I can come up with how they became number one contenders again without wrestling was... Before the whole COVID, they were number one. Right, but why, why not just not have a ranking system and just be like, hey, listen, before all this craziness happened, this team was, they were on track for a title shot. And they now were, they're yeah. not, we, we, right. But all you got is, but you could say that in the in the midst of the work. Just be like, right. before we had to, before life changed, whatever, this what, team whatever. was, this whatever. team was yeah, on, yeah, yeah. This team was on track for a title shot. So now they're getting their title shot. See, I would more like to hear that than... Right, then they're the number you know, one ranked tag team. How based number, on how what? number one tag team and when they haven't wrestled. Right, and here's the other problem with showing records. The the chick who beat Ivelisse tonight, what was her name? I, I, it slipped my mind. Diamante. Diamante, right? Wasn't she yeah, like she, Owen? She was 0-3 until dark last night. Now she won yeah, two matches. Yeah, she's two or three. Yeah. Now she won two matches in a row, which is which is good. So if you watch Dark and you watch last night, you're like, oh great, she won two matches in a row. Here we go. But then you see her record and you're like, she's fucking two and three. <laughs> Why is she number one contender? You know what I mean? So they may want to. I, I just, listen. MJF. MJF. Because of injuries. Yeah. Not, no. Nobody looks at it that way though. You're, you're, that's, right. you know, nobody looks at it now. MJF could still say he's undefeated whether they have records on the screen or not. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. 
the the idea that this show is anyhow sports centric is the biggest bunch of garbage I've ever seen. It is not sports centric at all. The, oh. the only thing that they say it's sports centric because we have records and we have rankings. Nobody cares about the records. Nobody cares about the rankings. And if anything, both of those things are a detriment to the stories you're trying to sell on TV. So guess what? Definitely the get, rankings are more detriment. Get to the record. rid of them. The get rankings. rid of them. Go out, gone. Get rid of them. Uh, I wouldn't be supposed to it. I just because again, how is fucking Evil Uno and, and Grayson number one contenders? I get before COVID they were number one because they actually were wrestling every. Week. Well, they, yeah, they were five and zero, oh, but that was f- four months, four months right. ago. You know, but I, I, dude, they haven't wrestled. I mean, you see more of the other stooges. <laughs> You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? And if they win the titles, this could all play out that way. Maybe they were the ones who were going to end the Kenny Omega hangman story, and they just never got there because of COVID. And they just, yeah. you know, pussyfooted around for the last few months. And it was like, oh, shit. Why don't we just go back to what we were originally going to do? That's Which, very possible. And it's, yeah. it's, I'm, and I, listen, them, again, they're a real tag team. They've wrestled as a real tag team the whole time they've been on the yeah. show. So if they if they win the titles and they're thrust they're thrust they're thrust into that program, I have no problem with that at all. I mean, I have no problem with Dark Order winning him. I mean, it'll give give Dark Order those guys on dar- those guys those right. guys on Dark Order those two those guys. specifically right. that tag team. Yes, you know. So where are we headed? Ah, we got Jr's. PSA announcement of the week, just for AC. Wear your mask. mask. Wear your mask. Okay, Jr. Little, little. Let me, I want. I got. I got. I have a question. I got a question for Jr. And actually, during the show, I was going to be very nice to Jr. And I wasn't going to call him out about any dumb things he said tonight. And then he hit us with during the main event. Jungle Boy tagged in um, uh, Luchasaurus. He tagged in his dragon. <laughs> and then he then he waited that. he waited thirty I seconds and he goes dinosaur yeah because somebody in his ear was like dude dinosaur not a fucking dragon dinosaur right. anyway that's my so weekly fun. call I, I should that be that should I'm, be my weekly spot calling out Jr. Good old Jr. Yeah, <laughs> I'm starting to I'm starting to think that Jr. trolls on some of this because he thinks some of it is stupid. Are you guys getting the impression? Like, I think he called him a dragon tonight because he thinks it's stupid. No, I just think he forgot he was a dinosaur. <laughs> but but listen to what you're saying. I get, I get, I get. Dinosaur. I don't know. I get. Dinosaur, bro. I get what you're saying, but Jericho made a very obvious, very obvious insults to him being a dinosaur. Hey, kids, I'm going to let you know. He's not really a dinosaur, wink. You know what I mean? Like he's not really I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but he's not really a dinosaur. And then the then the actual dinosaur in the in the commentary booth says dragon. I don't know. I I think he's doing it on purpose. I, you're giving him way too much credit. I think he drank too much of his own barbecue sauce. That's what I think. No, it could be. <laughs> too many too many Moscow mules for JR. Yes. <laughs> Hey, he loves the young bucks. I mean, oh, greatest thing he loves these young the bucks. Man. He loves these, the these young bucks. I so, love these young bucks. So, from the PSA, we go into uh, 
we go into a little bit of announcing announcing for next week's uh, Dynamite, which looks like it's setting up for a decent card. We got we got Page and Omega versus Dark Order for the title. Tag team titles. Yeah. Dis- yep, as we already discussed, Sheeta Damante, Darby, uh, Mox and Darby. Is that versus, that's for the uh, women? That's for the women's title, isn't it? No, or, it's not title. Not title. Okay, gotcha. Not title. I believe it's not title. I believe it's not title. Okay. Um, Mox and Darby versus Starks and Cage. Mm-hmm. That's a tornado match. So I think there it goes with the uh, uh, mix. You know, uh, there it goes with that theory of kind of mixing it up because this match has a this match is going to go all over the place. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, so I, I like so the idea that they called it. That theory. Maybe I there's like, something behind that theory. I like the idea that they called it tornado. So when yeah. they do it. There's an explanation for why it's happening. Yes. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you got Cody defending the T T and T title. Those are your four matches. I'm, I'm guessing that will the open fifth, the show again. The, the fifth was announced after uh, before they uh, before they ended uh, off yeah. the air. So they did they we'll did their normal they, they did their normal you know five seconds after Tony Khan just signed this match. <laughs> um, uh. The one, the one thing I'll say, and this is kind of going to co- contradict what I said earlier, um, with wanting, you know, Cage and Mox to be the number one program. But are you going there? Or are you going tag title match for the main event? Well, to stick to what you're saying about belts mean something. Tag title it, match, right? The tag title match kind of should be the main event. It probably won't. It'll probably probably won't be your nine. That'll probably be your nine o'clock to you know that that nine o'clock you like to have that 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 top a top. Top You're right. You're gonna you breathe in over there. Yeah. No. It's um. (laughs) It's scratchy throat. Um. (laughs) They like to have that top match at that nine o'clock hour. I mean, it could be that tag team title match. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. If you look, I agree. I think the TV lineup. You know, we talked. We talked earlier. Probably get the tornado match at the end, which would make sense in that being the main program. But you do yeah. have a big title match, so I, I wouldn't be I, honestly. I wouldn't be upset with either. I wouldn't be upset either. But I'll be upset if it's not neither. <laughs> um, right. I, I, all right. I agree. I agree. Moving on from there, we go into the main the event. Main event of the evening. <laughs> Jurassic Express versus Jericho and Hagar. I thought this was a decent... <clears throat> excuse me. I thought this was a decent match. But the thing that... And they didn't say anything. At least I didn't catch it. It was a decent match. I think they went about five minutes before that... Five, seven minutes before that TV break. And right before they go to the TV break, you see Hardy sitting, sitting in the stands, and then it cuts a commercial. Yeah, that's where I, I kind of missed and it. And they yeah. don't even say anything. They never said anything. No, I think nope. they showed him twice during the break, wasn't twice. it? During, I think it was during the break, though. I think both during times break, were during the break. You know, so it was just, it was just that was odd. I, I was curious where they're going with that. But I think the, you know, it was, it was, the know, question it was, was is, is, is he watching Chris Jericho? Is he watching Jake Hager? Is he watching Jurassic Express for, for uh, Private Party, who's... I don't who know. I don't know. Maybe they're quarantining. I have no idea where they are. Uh, very yeah. Uh, 
interesting that Stop. Yeah, Stop. Odd. yeah, odds odds a good word. Um, uh, and he's honestly he's my pick. He's my pick for Archer right now. It, nothing could make more sense than him and Archer right now I, to me. But uh, maybe you know I, they showed that, so we'll see. Um, I mean, Edwards, jump in. How'd you feel about the main event? Um, I oh man, I like Jungle Boy a lot, yeah. and I don't like the other two. Neither I'm um, with you, bro. Get him, get him, break it up, break it up. Matt Hardy versus I, Jungle Boy. <laughs> <laughs> man, you I'll White House. Back. I think I think the other week White House said uh, he wants to see Luchasaurus go monster. Yeah, I want to see it. I want to see it. I, I the more I see the dinosaur dragon, the more I hate the dinosaur dragon. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's not man, a dragon. Take the mask off, or uh-huh. re, you know, dude, he's a beast, and he's do he's doing the kicks, and he's he's doing the 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 dragon whip, uh, tail whip, dinosaur gimmick thing. Man, come on, why? Who who does that appeal to? Nobody. <laughs> like when I I don't get it, man. Like when I see Jungle Boy, he reminds me of like a. The old baby face in the AWA that everybody yes. loves, like he, yes. like the, he always works underneath the under. Like I want to see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I I just think they have a whole bunch of talent and they don't know what to do with it. Like there's there's too much talent almost. Mm. And, and and some of them like Luchasaurus. Man, I don't know. We're we're talking about a uh, Madman Fulton from mm-hmm. Impact. We want to see more of him. I think Luchasaurus could be the same type of guy if they would let him be that, or if he would want to do that. Yeah, because if you look at his moveset and you look at his character, mm. it doesn't match. I agree. It doesn't equate. The guy needs to go full monster heel, take the fucking mask off, go with green paint on your face, lose the fucking mask, man. Just... He's a Tyrannosaurus, and he's wrestling like a pterodactyl. <laughs> Right. Come on, man! Be the Tyrannosaurus. I know. Right? And, something. And, like, I don't know. Something. My my biggest problem with that group, aside from that, is could we again? You love you love Marco. Get the get <laughs> fucking Marco. I know he was in. I know he wasn't in the match. I know I had his little moment. But come come on, he's a child. Knock his face off. He's a child. Get what the fuck are we doing with Marco's stunt? Stop already! Stop. Uh, anyway. I, I I tend to agree with you. I, I Jungle Boy, they got at some point. Jungle Boy needs to be on his own. Super yeah. over baby, super over baby on his own. I agree. And mm-hmm. he, and you have the natural ten year feud with MJF already. It's a, it the, the seeds are there. The 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 oh, they could go back to that anytime they want. Yeah, the camaraderie yeah. or the what what word am I looking for? The uh, Chemistry. chemistry. Chem- chem- yeah, better, yeah, camaraderie, chemistry, same thing, whatever. Uh, chemistry, thank you guys. Uh, the chemistry's there. Uh, clearly, you have yeah. a huge, I mean, when AEW does all-time AEW foods, it's going to be Jake Perry and Malcolm Jacob Friedman. You know what I mean? Like, that's going to be one of them. You know what I mean? I, I fully believe that, uh, unless something unforeseen happens, of course. Um the other side of it is now we're we're full blown back into inner circle. 
which which I find interesting. Uh, I'm not 100% against it. Um, I kind of want to get LAX out of it. I think you could probably add somebody, keep Hager in there. And obviously we ended the show, pretty much ended the show with the big surprise... And when they brought Sammy's the back. when they brought the mask guy in the ring, I'm like Sammy, and and I popped because I was like, it's fucking Sammy, thank God. And I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Tony Khan a bone here. Um, you had a situation. We we talked about it a little bit. We didn't go crazy with this speaking out on Twitter, which is now suddenly disappeared again. Nobody cares anymore. Um, and Sammy had said something that we all know not that great. Four or five years ago, whatever it is, and you know AEW, whether we agree or not that the punishment was harsh, um, some people might th- not think harsh enough. Some of us might think that it was too much. You know, an apology and maybe a donation could have cut it. Uh, you took him off TV for a few weeks. You let things blow over. He he paid his he paid his he paid his debt. He he made donations or donated his salary and. I was literally getting ready to come on this show tonight and ask you guys a question. Why have they not addressed the fact that Sammy Guevara is not on TV? And when I saw the mask guy run into the ring, and, they, and, and the announcers did a great job of selling it too, um, I was like, oh, it's got to be Sammy. And I, I was so happy, so happy to see Sammy back. I, I, you know what? What he did was wrong. He paid his debt. He deserves it. He's back. Let's move on. Because this is a big star for them, and I'm very happy to see him back. Edwards. I'm interested to see if there's going to be backlash. any backlash to him coming back. I don't think there should be. I, I would hope, he, I'd hope not. Like, I mean, as far as I know, they took his salary and donated it. So, I mean, he did something four years ago. He didn't even work for the company, and the company took his salary. Yeah. I think that's punishment enough. Uh it's basically a God, kid. that's that's an issue in a nutshell. That could be, uh, I don't know, a fine. Uh, a, that could be a lawsuit, actually. But anyway, we're not going to go down that road. But um, yeah, I think it's th- that group needs him. I'm glad he's back. Uh, they look so much better just having that fifth guy, and he brings. I think he's the he's like the heartbeat of that group. Like he's he's the energy of that group, and I think it's been lacking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely the energy. I agree. I, 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 I also think that it's. I think. I. I think you can you can replace Santana Ortiz with a different tag team if you want, or even a couple guys. Team. I mean, it your tag team could be. I, I, I was kind of digging it. You know, I mean, again, might be double talk a little bit. But I was kind of digging the Lasex. I know where you're going. Yeah, the the Lasex guys. Yeah, the the Lasex guys. But but hold on a second. They were also presenting them as a tag team, and I'm not advocating for them winning the title right away either. So they were presenting that as a tag team. They gave them a name. They were starting to wrestle tag team matches together. So they were presenting that as a tag team. So if if you didn't go, if you removed, even if you removed them from the inner circle and replaced them with one. Whoever pick a guy, uh, I, the idea that they have to have a tag team, they don't because they have they have one there if they want it and if they want to do it the right way. Let me ask you guys something. Hmm, that's interesting. 
let's say they LAX goes Eddie Kingston stays LAX goes the <laughs> sex gods become the tag team of the group Jericho is still the mouthpiece who could they put in that group that would be the ace thinking about like New Japan standards of a faction I mean, is it too early for Sammy to be the ace of that stable, or can they add somebody in there that mm. we're not even thinking about to be that guy? I mean, you're saying if they put Jericho on a tag team with Sammy? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it kind of goes against Jericho's character having an ace type guy in the it in does the stable. Yes. Um, mm. I think it would have to be a very dominant type character. You know what I mean? Like, I think... Well, I mean, he tried to do a mock storyline, whatever, but... You know, I mean, you're talking the top level... It had to be a top... It had to be a top level guy, I would think. I don't think that guy's on that roster. Yeah, Yeah. I I kind of agree. I kind of agree. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if you wanted to move Jericho off the title singles picture, and you wanted to him and Sammy be with Sex Gods, but really have them... Be with sex gods, um, mm-hmm. you know. We're the same pants that say it. They're tagging together. I thought they had the chemistry there to do it. But my my whole thing is just go all the way with it and have them be the tag team for now. And if you if you have to break it up for Jericho to be a champion again later, okay. Or Sammy be a champion again, okay later. I I, I think though if you look at who everybody thinks are the two top guys, I think those are the two. You know, uh, they, they. My view, on, and I was thinking about this tonight, and I, I, it, I'm glad I thought about it because I wanted to ask you guys this, and I, I totally would have forgot. I think right now Hager should just be that kind of badass that stands behind Jericho and beats up people, but isn't involved in big title pictures and everything else because he's lost all those matches, which is fine. So you're not making him that guy. So just have him be badass MMA guy that beats up people for Jer- Chris Jericho from time to time and then has his own matches from time to time. And I think you could sell him that way and just leave him that way. Um, but I think the the main two guys they got to focus on are definitely Jericho and definitely Sammy Guevara. And, um, you know, you, you know, I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts about that. And then I do have some tweets about the Sammy situation. Since we brought it up, we might as well get into it. Yeah, no, I, I think that, I think, you know, it's, the, the the group looks more complete with Sammy there, the element that he provides, the element that he brings, and I think that that you're curious to see where they go with this in the future. But having the Sex Gods as a tag team, yeah, man, I think if you're not going to have Jericho in a title picture, then have Jericho in a tag team title picture will only help that tag team division as well. So, um, yeah, I, I like that and having. Hagar more as the enforcer manager type instead of a wrestler I'm all for that anyway uh, clearly they don't see him as a, uh, a heavyweight champion because he lost they don't see him as that mid card champion because he lost so to have him have that niche maybe uh, yeah I, I, I could see that it's more believable mm-hmm. Edwards um. Well, here's here's a question: Can can we even see less sex gods after what happened? Oh, the name you mean? Yeah, 
Yeah. 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 Um, I, don't that, think, I don't think they'll be going you, by that name. I think yeah. they would be coming up with something funny. Yeah, you might. You yeah. might be right. I mean, it's a good like me. If you ask me, my personal opinion on that, I would be like, "Fuck you, just call him that." But it's 2020, and we know what that means. Um, mm-hmm. A couple of these tweets here, and they're they're really not that bad. Um, actually, a, a lot of the ones I'm reading are very like, "Thank God Sammy's back," blah blah blah. But there are a few, so I'll read a okay. couple. I'll read a couple from both sides of it. Um, and this one's great. You guys will love this. This is why I'm going to start with this one. The meltdown from WWE fans over Sammy Guevara being back will be annoying tomorrow. And Thursday is ratings day. <laughs> I might avoid the buffoonery. I thought that was pretty funny because they probably will like complain. They probably will complain. Um, here's another negative one. Uh, so the suspension was a publicity stunt. The company has no morals. The AEW community is very all capitals disappointed with Tony Khan. Now, uh, ho- troll. How, how, hold on a second. This is first of all they suspended him. Uh, he donated his salary. He, mm-hmm. he he again paid his debt. That the idea that it was a publicity stunt. This is one of their top guys. They they took him off TV. No, they they no, no, they no, didn't no, no. pay him. They uh, hold, hold on. Let me get this out real quick. And not only that, you're talking about a company that. If you want to call it all-inclusive, that's not even the right description. It's more than all-inclusive. So what what are you saying here? The idea that AEW has no no morals. Uh, I think AEW is, you know, if if equal opportunity employer is a real thing, they, they probably live up to it more than most people. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I, I have a hard time uh, giving – first of all, I, I – Again, I think the penalty was too severe, so I'm on the other side of it. I get it. But these kind of tweets are just ridiculous in my view. Now, everything you said that that Sammy had to give up and got taken from him, you can also add the caveat, if I'm not mistaken, the Sex Gods had a tag team title match right around when this came out. And they had to substitute that team for another one because I, I, I think, that was a suspension. I so think you're right about lost, that. He lost money on that and a potential being a tag team champion because of this. That guy had a, had more taken away from him, including the suspension, for something that had happened four years ago. He served his time and served his penance. He, he, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, you get the money... The money from that match alone is, would have been enough, but they took his pay on top of it. So yeah, dude, no. So I'm gonna I mean, give you, I, yeah, so I, bullshit. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you two more of the positive ones. This was a, this was something someone going back at. Now, mind you, the person who tweeted that, their name is Jobber Nation TV. So I mean, and they don't have, yeah, don't have a picture of themselves, of course, loser. Um, uh, somebody responded, speak for yourself. We are glad Sammy is back. He did his time. And his paycheck went to a good charity while he was off. So how about you stop crying and enjoy the program? AEW Dynamite, Sammy Guevara. Um, welcome back, Sammy. Welcome back. Uh, let's see another good one here. Um, the, the Spanish God. Sammy Guevara is back. Glad to see you back, man. If you're happy to see Sammy Guevara back... Tap the like button, AEW, AEW Dynamite. Um, 
And then I'm going to throw... This is another thing that I just noticed that is kind of coming up in this conversation. Um, They are now... There are some people... I don't want to say they. There are certain people... Again, another person with no real picture of themselves and has a weird name and probably, you know, is in his mom's basement. But he's now uh, accusing AEW of having Sammy wrestle with the mask on while he was suspended because of the serpent their serpent uh Tico thing. Um he goes somebody acute basically saying he's wrong and he goes, but if you watch AEW Dark from a couple weeks back, at Kurt at King Serpent Tinko tweeting the real guy by the way, showed some at Sammy Guevara tendencies with the match. There's a moment when he goes to the top rope that I literally Googled Sammy Guevara and Sa- Sammy Ter- Serpentenko. If that's true, his suspension was a lie. So now the guy's saying that AEW let him wrestle as this other guy while he was on suspension. That's a stretch. <laughs> yeah. uh, Twitter. That is, that is Twitter. Uh, you know, just those five, six tweets we read, that is Twitter for you in a nutshell. You get... Yep. You know, you get the left, the right, and then the idiotic. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. But again, uh, good good to see Sammy back. I, I I think that's why this match closed the show because you got the big surprise. Uh, and and listen, you're they're always going to have people bitching. Uh, I don't think AEW did anything wrong. I think they handled it well. If there's a little bit of blowback, there's a little bit of blowback. It'll go away. This whole thing, this this whole thing's over now. It's it's the same thing we talked about with Marty Skrull. The biggest, the greatest part about the Marty, it's probably a bad word to use. Great, but the the biggest thing surrounding the Marty Skrull stuff was Ring of Honor is not in business right now. Well, they're they're not out of business, but they're not wrestling. They're not doing shows. They're not booking shows. By the time they come back, nobody's gonna give a fuck what somebody said about Marty Skrull. Two months ago now, and it's probably going to be eight or ten months, or who knows how long beyond that now. So, to me, the mo- the stuff came out. Certain people were worse than others. Certain people had to to pay some, you know, ha- had to lose their jobs or whatever. And if they did the things they were accused of, that's unfortunate. But I think I think the majority of wrestling fans have moved on from this, and. My guess is Tony Khan's probably a smart enough guy, and the people surrounding him are probably smart enough to realize that that's the case, and this was an okay opportunity to reintroduce him to the fan. And does the casual fan really even know? <laughs> you know? I don't think the casual fan even knows right. who I Sammy Guevara is. No, 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 no. I mean, no, the, the casual viewer of AEW <laughs> might not even know they might because oh, they oh. never no. My point being, they never. It's not like they they explained it on TV. They didn't. He just disappeared for a few weeks. So right. they oh, this was he was on vacation. Now he's back. You yeah, know, he like, could have been on vacation for all. Yeah, 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 right. right. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. I, I, for the, I, I agree for the most part. But then if the casual fan is a social media junkie, then they know because that shit was all over the place. Yeah, but my, oh, I, 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 yeah, it all it all depends. It all depends on it all depends on how they are with social media. I mean, would but would you associate? Would you associate a casual fan with being a social media social media junkie in the world of pro wrestling? I, I don't not know. In the world of, well, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying 
I mean, let's be honest. It's not like Sammy Guevara made national news. Like this shit, this shit was all over social media. Not Sammy Guevara. Yeah, but Sammy Guevara did not did not make national news. Anybody that I know that. No, I'm not. I'm not saying national news. I'm saying just social media feed. Period. It was all over. A big, a big. I, I agree with you, but it was a big, huge group of names. And in 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 you know in reality, there was a lot of bigger names than Sammy Guevara on there. Yes, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. It's it, not like it's not like AEW had the worst offender, and we're like, we're gonna be the first ones to bring one of these guys back. They had a guy who made a let, let's be and let's be fair about what happened here. Sammy Guevara was not accused of rape, statutory he said rape. Words. He, he said he, words. A tough. He made a rough comment on a guy's podcast that any of us, you know, listen. We might not have used the exact word he used, but the we know what he meant. Everybody knows what he. He didn't mean he was going to actually rape her. He, if he, if Sammy Guevara said, "I would totally bang Sasha Banks in in 2016," would Sammy Guevara got suspended? Yeah. You re- you basically replaced one word, but you meant the same thing. You meant the same thing. The only the only way this goes bad for AEW is if Sha- Sasha Banks becomes a social justice warrior and starts complaining. Which my my feeling is she won't. Nah, she just wants to go away. Yeah, she don't want to talk about it either. She, no, listen, she Sasha Banks knows it's stupid. I I would I I I don't know her. I'm putting words in her mouth. My assumption, I'll say this. My assumption is Sasha Banks knows it's stupid. But Sasha Banks also has a lot of female audience, uh, probably a, a, a younger female audience than a lot of wrestlers have had in the past, her, Bailey, a few others. And she's she had to basically condemn it because she has that female audience. She didn't destroy Sammy Guevara. She unfortunate, blah 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 blah. I don't think he's a bad guy, but you can't say things like that. Her comments were very fair about it, so I doubt that Sasha Banks is going to jump on Twitter in the next hour and be like, "How dare they bring him back?" No, but I, you know her social media feed's been blown up because he came back. All those trolls just uh, asking stupid questions about right, it. Right, but she but she gets trolled every day about they're probably still trolling her about not being a real champion. When it's pro wrestling. I don't like the way she won the match, but it's still fucking pro wrestling. They're probably on there, you, you're not a real champion. You're not real. Because all I have in my life is pro wrestling, and God forbid they do something ridiculous in pro wrestling. This is These people are nuts anyway. She knows that. Yeah, they troll her about that stupid shit, but the shit I... Listen, listen, there's a guy, there's a guy, an NEW fan. He's like the biggest NEW fan. He sits at the first seat by the ramp. Every show, every single show, no matter where it is, around the, around the country, he's always there. He's been there since I've been going to shows forever. I'm not going to say his name. He... Joe White. Yeah, no. There I said it. Joe, Joe White. Yeah. <laughs> He'd have to take out a second mortgage. You know what I'm saying? Uh, anyway, this guy goes to every show. So so one, one, of, my, one of my friends that's... Wrestles for NEW is now the he's been called the only four time tag champion in NEW, and he's been in three different tag teams. He's won the title four times. One of the times it was a screwy finish, kind of like a bullshit finish. So he 
anytime NEW posts about Dan Evans being four-time tag champ, he's the first comment. It's three time. He didn't really win the fourth time. Oh I, my god! I, I rest my case. I, I I rest my case. Do I need to say another word? And if you agree with him, okay. But anybody with a brain knows I rest my case. Well, I'm surprised Sasha's not canceled because I saw the other day she put out some new swimsuit picture she took. Oh my god! Oh my! But yeah, I'm I was just gonna talk. I was just gonna. Actually, I, I was just gonna bring that up. How did I You're miss that? Troll her, troll her for her bikini shot a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Oh my! That's yeah. God. I know, I know. But the problem with some of these people is they don't. I guess depending on your age and your IQ, if you <laughs> if you're on social media, I didn't want to bring up the IQ, but I'm with you. <laughs> but they, they think. Sammy, they they think it's the same thing as raping her. Like they they, they literally do. These, these people, some of these guy people that are on Twitter, especially in the wrestling community, they're whacked, man. Yeah, they're nuts. It doesn't matter when he said it. It doesn't matter that it was just words. It's the same thing. Uh, no, it's not, dumbass. Just because you're offended by words doesn't mean it was illegal. I'm sorry. Sorry. You could file it under not cool, you know, because it wasn't cool. You know, (laughs) Sasha could view that as, oh, he was talking shit. Whatever. Oh, I was offended by it. If anybody's offended by that, it should be Sasha Banks or Mercedes. Because Mercedes is a real person, not Sasha Banks. She ain't real. Right, right. Just I'm just saying perspective on everything. Mm -hmm. These people have none. No, no perspective. You're right. That's the word, perspective. Yep. They have no perspective. And, and dude, it's scary, man, because, like, if you're Tony Khan, yeah, you got to do something, you know? And if anybody works for, a, you know, a big-time company, I know we goofed on the uh, the uh, sensitivity training. We kind of goofed on it by calling it something else. But, I mean, it's a real thing that corporations are doing nowadays, you know? So he went through the sensitivity training for something he did when he didn't work for the company that is sending him to sensitivity training. Are we okay with this in 2020? Yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, I just... I know, I know. It's a real thing, and it's just... I mean, that's why when it first came out, and I mean, obviously I was joking, kind of, when I I said that they put him in the re-education camp, but... (laughs) I mean, like, legit, though. Like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> I have a daughter. I get it. Like, right, um, of course. You know, in, in the moment, if Sammy said that about my daughter, I'd be like, motherfucker, I'm going to rip your head off. But at the same time, yeah. I think when you sit back, like, is he really saying, like, do I look at Sammy Guevara and think, well, what a rapist. And here's the thing. That came out, and it wasn't like there was, like, four other chicks were like, yeah, dude. Sammy tried See, to put it. Thing. Yeah. Sammy he tried did, to put it in my butt yeah. when I was drunk. You know what I mean? Like there was yeah. no other accusation. It, it, mm-hmm. So many came, people came out in support. Um, I think. Listen, this is the problem with cancel culture. It, it's there. There's no defense. There's no. There's no. Let's wait and see. Let's get all the evidence. It's you're guilty. You're not even guilty to proven innocent. You're guilty. You're guilty. You're guilty. 
There's there's no conversation, um, and that's the problem with it. And he and Sammy Guevara had a situation that made him a part of cancel culture, and AEW did what I, I I'm although I disagree, I would have been like, you know, whatever. I would have came up with something else myself, a donation or whatever, an apology, and I would have left it at that. But given the circumstance, they handled it well, and anybody who's knocking them is just totally off base. Yes. Correct. Now, it would be one thing if he actually did do something or attempt to do something and Tony brought him back. Mm-hmm. But Tony's smart enough to he know. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. He'd be fired immediately. And none of the, and none of those none of those guys, none of those EVPs would either. No. Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes. Are you He's, kidding me? They would never even if Tony wanted to bring him back, they would be like hell no, bro. Come right. on. Come on, we listen. We all we've all lived in this world Move for on. a while. Move on. We, we all Move lived. On. We all lived in this world for a while. Move on. Sammy Guevara's back. We're happy to see him back. We look forward to what yes. what they're coming up with. We look we look forward to what AEW's coming up with um, next week and beyond. And I haven't seen Impact from last night, but through your fine, uh, very your, good, your fine breakdown, uh, I'm looking forward to watching it. So listen, um, I have friends of mine. D. Smitty's one of them. D. Smitty, I love you, bro. I'm sure you're listening or listening on replay. Uh, very down on wrestling. He hates everything that's going on, but he's very mu- he he feeds off that crowd energy. That you know what I mean. That mm-hmm. yeah. you know everybody's really into it. And he really he really it, he's just a fan that feeds off that. And yeah. I, you know, I think it's hard. I think it's I think that's part of why the ratings are what they. I'm not I'm not trying to make excuses for all these companies. But I think there's a lot of people like that. And I think that's why the ratings are the way they are. I think they're having a hard time with the idea that even with, you know, 25 people making a little bit of noise, it's not they're not panning the crowd and people are not singing Chris Jericho's entrance and they're not doing all the chants and booing mm-hmm. this guy, cheering for that guy. And, and, and I think a lot of wrestling fans have taken their cue from – the majority. Well, everybody's cheering for this guy. I love that guy. They're not cheering for that guy, so I don't like him. I don't view wrestling that way. I think that I think that's why I'm okay watching it. I'd rather have fans. I'm not going to lie to you, but I'm okay watching it because, like we talked about with the pay per view, when the match is really good, I kind of lose myself in that moment and I don't really notice it as much because I I enjoy the, the performers and I don't I don't really go with. I mean, listen, we all get sucked in a little bit, of course. But a lot of times, fans go crazy about a guy because his performance warrants it. So that's why we all jump in on it, right? So I think there's a little bit of both. Um, and I, but I do think it's tough for a lot of fans to watch these shows without fans in the crowd, without that generic reaction, without seeing what's actually getting over and what's not. And the other thing, too, is I don't, I don't listen to a lot. Actually, I'm not going to lie. I don't listen to any wrestling podcast. None. Zero. Uh, I don't listen to... Every, every now and then... Caveat to that is every now and then there's an interview and I listen to the interview. That's it. Just because I want to hear the interview. But I don't listen to Raw and SmackDown breakdowns, AEW breakdowns, Impact breakdowns, whatever. You know, What do you like? What do you dislike? Busted Open, Meltzer. I don't listen to any of these people. I, I could care less what they have to say. I watch wrestling with my open mind, what I like, what I want to see. And that's... I'm... I don't want myself influenced by 
uh, who they are. And I have a lot of friends of mine who listen to certain people, and then I hear their take, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? They could be being in. I'm not, I'm not saying totally, because if something's good, they say it's good. If something's bad, they say it's bad. But I think right. their overall like demeanor with what's going on with pro wrestling comes from whoever they're being influenced by. And I don't want that influence mm-hmm. because that would happen to me. Listen, that's human well, nature. Well, it's, it's the same as politics. It's the same as uh, right. Yeah. Perf- yeah, everything, everything. You know, you listen to conservative politics show, you're probably a conservative. You listen to lefty politics shows, you're probably a lefty. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, right. you, it's not like you're listening to it being like, "You lying motherfucker, you're wrong." You turn it off, right? You know what I mean? So, but I think in pro wrestling, you know, some guys because of their careers have credibility maybe they shouldn't have Jim Cornette um and they shit on everything that's being done and it mm, seems like wait, all- wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not I'm not in the cult of Cornette I'm not unlike other people white not white house white Dude, and, all right, um, I, but, I'm not, I like some of this stuff but not all of it if if AC sat down with Jim Cornette and had a conversation about Marco stunt They'd be hugging each other at the end of it. That's all I'm going to say. Orange Cassidy, too. Orange, too, yes. Wait, I like Orange Cassidy. Pockets. I like Orange Cassidy. Yes, he calls them pockets. That's right. But not not in the main event. Wait, when have I ever crushed Orange Cassidy? I don't like the... I don't like the program they did. Not crushed. Not crushed. crushed, but but crushed he was in the main event. Cornette... Yeah, I agree. Shouldn't it be in the main event? It shouldn't be in the main event. And that's my point. Is Cornette agrees with you? Cornette right. agrees with so you. So you you picked up those those two examples. Now, what are the uh, uh, what are the other examples of crushing everything that's done on pro wrestling right now? Oh, uh, he doesn't like uh, he doesn't like the young bucks. <laughs> uh, we know that he, he's pro democratic to to a. No, I don't. I don't, I don't even care about his politics. I don't care well, about his but, politics. But you hear it on a cult of Cornette. I mean, well, yeah, that's why I, that's why I, don't, I don't listen to his show, and that's part of the reason. Um, well, he's one, like, he he likes the old school wrestling. Yeah. He, like, he likes know, FTR, he likes right? He old tag wrestling, and he hates the flippy-dippy. Yeah. But he, he hates it, too. Here's the thing, though. From what I understand, now, I should be fair. I don't listen to Cornette's show. But I get enough feedback to kind of get the idea of what his show's like. And I, I, and I, and there, you couldn't pay me to lis- listen to his fucking show. I would, I would turn the money down and not listen. I, re- I, I have no interest in anything that guy has to say. And I'm being, I'm being, I'm being flat out. <laughs> I'm being flat out honest. It's not about show. I just can't. Stand no, no, because no, it's I can't not stand his democratic beliefs. But, but it's not a bad show. It's not. But he, what? Where's? Give, give me five positive things he said about AEW. Uh, well, again, I haven't listened in about three months, but when I was when I was listening occasionally, I mean, he loved he loved he loved Cody's work in the ring. He loved Cody's promos. He loves uh, he always wanted FT. He, he's always a fan of FTR. So I'm going to assume Cody and FTR. No, the FTR thing. The FTR thing's real because I've heard it from friends yeah. who listen. I, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming that he likes FTR that. He likes so, the FTRs so that's two. there. Um, trying to think what else. Uh, he was all, he's he was always a fan of Jericho. He thought that that was the right choice for the champion, 
over Hangman. He likes Hangman, thinks Hangman has a lot of a lot of talent, but dude, he's not big in Omega. He's not big in uh, uh, Young Bucks. He doesn't like pockets. Marco Stunt. <laughs> has, there's no. Well, you got to look at it from his point of view. I mean, the guy, the guy, the guy worked in the industry, <coughs> sacrificed. He worked. He worked. He worked in the industry. Up until like six months ago, where he made a stupid racist comment and got fired. No. So it's not. It's not like well, he's. It's not like he's. It's not. He he was working for MLW uh, recently too. It's it's not like he's that removed from working in the industry. And, and well, what I what I don't like about him. He looks at. He looks at. And he's not the only one. But it always. No, he's not the. Only, I'm not blaming. Me. I'm I'm just bringing him up as an example. Orange Cassidy is an insult to the industry. Yeah, but see, I don't agree. I don't agree. I don't see that. There you go. That's what I don't agree with. Whether I like a guy or not, I'm not going to say he's an insult to the industry. This idea is like, if I don't like a guy, he insults everything we ever done. No, 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 no. No, you can't say that. He, 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 he lists it out. Um, he he explains himself to why he doesn't like him, and he gets shit on for it. Fine, but I, I, dude, before before he blocked me on Twitter, I've seen a million tweets where him just relentlessly trashing people, relentlessly trashing people, foul language, all this other shit, just because he doesn't like them. Whether he, whatever his reasons are, are fine. But it's like it, it, I like a very few things, and then the rest of it's complete and utter garbage. You should never watch it. It's the biggest trash I've ever seen. Blah 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 blah. You know, come on, dude. The, the guy's an asshole. He's just an asshole. Yeah, it's not everybody's cup of tea. But I like, but listen to some of his stuff. I like when he talks about the old school stuff, and he talks about the, <laughs> you know the comings, in, you know the ins and outs of what happened during that time. That's why I was listening to it. No, I, I agree. Don't yeah, but you about don't his opinion of today, right? Because I can, because I can juggle it, dude. I right. I can look at it as as most of it is just a shtick from an old guy who doesn't like. Today's wrestling, I can get it. It's like talking to somebody's grandfather about children of today as opposed to children of back then. I mean, you've got to be able to balance it out, and people can't. No, but this know? is the difference. You like I, I agree with that too, and I don't listen to him on a regular basis. But it's been a while since I heard his stuff. But he will break down. A tag, dude. I've never heard anybody, Jim Ross, Chris Jericho, anybody name it, who has a podcast. I've never heard anybody break down a tag match like Jim Cornette. And why? By, by breakdown, I mean cut the ring off, heels, build the crowd, come back, coming up, but they're but they cut them off at the knees, and then they keep them over on the other side, and the manager hops up, and blah 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 blah, and then the hot tag comes, and blah 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 blah. And then the comeback comes, and the baby face comes, and all they did was lay on the mat for 20 minutes, and then they made the comeback, and then boom, the crowd's popping, the baby faces get the win. That's his idea of wrestling. And when he sees the Young Bucks and Pentagon and Phoenix flipping around, not telling a story, he gets pissed. And he's not wrong if he's looking at it from the attitude of an old school guy that worked in it, that booked it, that managed it, that knew it. I I can't kill him for that, man. I can't because he can't adapt the new storytelling, which is there is no storytelling. It's just do what he says, gymnastics. 
Mm. And if you look at it from the basis of pro wrestling, the Young Bucks do a lot of gymnastics. No, they do, but I don't think it's just you gymnastics know. either. See that I, I think. See my my point is with again, if this is just going on tweets, going on what people tell me he says, and going on the reaction of people that I know that listen to his show all the time. And I, I'm just going to throw it out. Condit's video. I'm not just talking about you guys because I don't want them to get mad at me. But um, they do too. But I hear a lot of his influence in other wrestling fans where they listen to this guy religiously and it, it just, we're going to trash everything because Cornette doesn't like it. And m- my main point with this whole thing is I don't want to be influenced by other other people in that way. I'd rather just I'd rather listen to a fan show and hear a fan reaction. We do a, we are fans. We do a fan show. Mm-hmm. We're giving you a fan reaction. Anything we say on this show is just 100% our opinion. And I personally watching his interactions with people on Twitter and the way he handled himself at times and the things he said and the way he tweeted people, I think the guy's a fucking asshole. I think he has an agenda with everybody. And there, 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 there's no conversation. You're, you're a piece of shit that's ruining the wrestling business. So get the fuck out of it, you loser. You know, it's just the, the way he handled it. The guy, the guy, one hundred percent turned me off. Now, I have no idea why I'm blocked by him on Twitter. I'm assuming probably because of White, because me and White always fight him. Had to be, had right? To be. Which is, which is fine. If I don't have to see his tweets anymore, I, I really don't care. And the only reason why I even know I'm blocked by Jim Cornette because I didn't even follow him. That's the funniest part. I'm blocked by him, but never followed him. The reason I, I know to you, White, White probably tagged you in something that he right, had and he probably tagged. didn't like. He didn't pro- probably like what I had to say. And I'll be honest with you, I I blocked zero people on Twitter ever in my life. And listen, I'm not trying to say I have the platform that Jim Cornette has. And I'm not saying that if I did, I wouldn't block somebody. I probably would because there's trolls and assholes and the whole thing. But all I'm saying is I never followed him. I never read any of his tweets. The only times I saw them were when people I follow that he blatantly disrespected. Like, not just saying that he didn't agree with their work. Like, it's, it's, it's almost like he takes it fucking personal that he doesn't like their work. And I see th- those tweets being responded to. I would read what he said. And I'm like, this guy is just a fucking asshole. And I, and I never liked him anyway, so it's fine. That's just my opinion. It doesn't mean anybody... I'm not telling anybody not to like it. I'm not telling anybody not to listen to the show. Listen to the show. Please do. All I'm saying is don't let him influence how you watch pro wrestling. That's all I'm saying. Um, but I get, I get... The only reason I know I'm blocked by him is because... I, I don't even remember who it was. Cornette was trolling him. And I couldn't read any of the tweets. It kept saying is... You know, you know how when you're blocked... I don't know if you guys are blocked by anybody. But when you're blocked by somebody on Twitter... If somebody responds to the tweet, you see the response, but you don't see the tweet. So I clicked on it to see why I can't see this tweet. And then I, I didn't even know it was Cornette. It comes up. This gets Cornette. You've been blocked by this user. I'm like, why the fuck did I get blocked by this guy? You know what I mean? Like, whatever. It is. Like, see, listen, I'm, noticing, I'm noticing a pattern. I hated him before. I hated him before he blocked me. So I don't care. That you hate everybody that blocks you. No, I hate more yeah. than people that block me. I hate more than that. Well, you can include the people that block you. And okay. I think you hate them because well, they well, block you. No, no. One guy blocked me, JBL. I don't even really hate him. I don't even know why he blocked me either. Probably because of white. And I'm blocked by <laughs> CM I'm blocked by CM Punk, who you know I've always hated. And because I know why and I know no, I No, I would, it's, it's all because of white to say it. No. I am blocked <laughs> I'm blocked by CM Punk. 
because of <laughs> Troy Stevens. Troy, you know yeah. I love you, but I'm blocked by him because of Troy Stevens. Because oh, me and well. Troy, me and Troy Stevens were in an argument, and he tagged CM Punk in it, and next thing you know, I'm blocked by CM Punk. Yep. And it might be the fact that CM Punk responded, and I was like, "Okay, that's cool. So when are you going to fight in the UFC?" And that's all I said to him, and I'm blocked. And he never really has fought. He's shown up, but you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. To get Edwards he fired sucks up as a here. wrestler too. Can't cut a promo. I know, no, I, I, yeah. he's great at that. Yeah. I just he don't sucks. like him. No, come on, he's terrible. Oh, okay. I never said that. Oh, I never oh, said that. I never better. once said well, that. Well, you hate him. You hate him. I'm just I do. I hate him. I hate the guy. I hate the guy. I hate the guy. I never said I hated him as a wrestler. You hate I hate the guy. Yeah, I do. I don't like him. I don't like him. I think he's an asshole. I'm sorry. I just feel the way I feel. If he can, Dude, if he came back to wrestling right now, he probably would make an impact somewhere. I agree with that. And a lot of people love him. I agree with that they love him. And I agree he's good at what he does, but that doesn't mean I have to like him either. And I never... Yeah. Hey, listen, we've talked about things, and I, 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 I trashed him based on things he said. He said. On podcasts and everything else. It's things I heard him say that I didn't like. That's what I based... That's what I trashed you're, him You're just pissed off because he went on Cabana's podcast and trashed the WWE, which they deserved. That's I, don't, I don't like... I don't, no, you, don't, you know what? And, and because cause Cabana didn't ask him the hard-hitting questions because no, he I was think, his buddy. I think, I think he should have went on a... I think he should have... With the accusations and everything that he did, he should have went... He should have went to a... Uh, a bigger platform and answered some questions. I- he answered the most, the biggest question, the biggest reveal out of that podcast was he ended up getting a staph infection. Is that true or not? It I is guess. true. I guess. And it wasn't treated by WWE. That's why you hate him. Maybe. Because he told the truth. Maybe. <laughs> no, I hate him because he's a pompous asshole. That's why I hate him. I don't like. I don't even support WWE anymore. Like, what the hell would that? That would have keep me from hating the guy. And I, and, well, and that, I, that's what he no, did on Cabana's podcast. I, right? I double. I don't. No, I didn't like the way the podcast came off. Obviously, and I doubled down on the fact that I don't like him because I don't like the way. Personally, I don't like the way he got into the UFC, and that's just my opinion. Again, but again, not his fault. Blame Dana. Uh, Hate Dana. No, I blame. Dana I blame Dana strong, for that. He got it. I blame I blame I do blame Dana for that and I understand Dana's business decision to do it. I don't agree with it. But here's the thing. There's Dana White has a whole lot of other equity with me other than CM like when I think of Dana White, CM Punk's like way far down on like I don't I don't even think of CM Punk. You know what I'm saying? But that's a reason that you hate CM Punk. So shouldn't shouldn't you like would you blame him? Do I like, blame if was him? You, if you were CM Punk. Let's say you had a wrestling career and you could get into the UFC. Would you take it or would you be like, no, no, Dana, sorry, I'm not coming. I'm not going to make a gazillion dollars for fighting. Even though I suck, I'm not going to do it. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not in a situation, exactly. so I don't know. I don't know what I, I mean, money's money. I mean, obviously, but, but he, he claims this is not about money. So he doesn't need it, right? That's what he told you. He's all set. You don't need the money. Well, I, I would think he would be set from his wrestling career, right? So, I mean, if I mean, listen, if I needed the money and I could make five hundred million dollars doing something, and not so why did he go five hundred thousand dollars doing? Because Dana no, cashed in on it. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, and he probably he probably made a couple million. I mean, he had a five hundred thousand dollars show. I'm sure. I mean, he was on the pay per view. Uh, he wasn't on the main part of the pay per view, so I don't know if he was got he on any. a Connor card. Mm, I don't no. think it was. I don't think it was a Connor. No, because it was in. It wasn't it in Cleveland or it was maybe it was in Chicago. Was it in Chicago? It might have been. Um, I don't I think Con- I don't think Connor's ever fought there. I think he 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 was the first or second match. So I'm not sure if he got pay per view points. He probably he probably got a little piece of the buys. I mean, if if he has any brains, I was you know in his in his uh, deal because well, let's face it, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that CM Punk didn't get pay per view buys for for the UFC. He clear he clearly did. I'm. It, Whatever. Even if you don't like him, like I don't, you probably watch it to see him get his ass kicked. I, I get it. I, 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 whatever, whatever the reason is, the dude rubs me the wrong way. It, it just, it is what it is. Okay. But I, what, I, what, my question: When have I ever trashed his work in pro wrestling? I never have. I, I, I don't, I don't remember one time I've ever trashed his work in pro wrestling. I never was the biggest fan of his, personally. Um, and I had no problem with The Rock beating him. And I know, listen, you guys are going to crush me on that. And most uh, people will. And most people will. That's fine. A day to go down this road. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even, dude, I'm not even saying you're wrong. I'm just saying because I don't like him, I didn't care that The Rock won. But I, but I, I've also sat, I also sat in the building and watched WrestleMania and said he had the best match on the card. He was wrestling the other thing or somebody else. I don't like, oh, look at that. <laughs> Although I like the Undertaker, I like I like the guy. I just the, the the late years of holding on to something is that's a, that's another podcast. Well, again, hate Vince for it because he's the one that's signing them every year. Oh, these yeah, multi million dollar gimmicks. That I that yeah I agree I agree. You know, I agree. Anyway, just to recap, you hate <laughs> everybody that blocks you on Twitter. Except for JBL, <laughs> yeah, I don't really, I don't, I don't know if I hate JBL or like him. I don't, I don't really know. I never really thought about it. I still have no idea why I'm blocked by JBL. I, really, I, I literally, I'm like, it was the same thing where somebody like retweeted one of his tweets and I clicked on it and it's like you're blocked by this user and I'm like, why? Why am I blocked by JBL? Like I have no idea. Like so strange. That that those two had to be white. There's no way around it. Yeah, probably. I don't, and, and here's, I try not to, I try not to tag celebrities in my arguments, on, not that I really argue on Twitter anymore, because I really don't, I just tweet and whatever, but uh, yeah. when I used to argue on Twitter, I would try not to tag other people, and just argue with the person I'm arguing with, and why, because the other person doesn't give a fuck about why you two are arguing about something, right? It's probably why I was blocked. Right. Probably. And fuck CM Punk for blocking me, so there you go. Cornette's pretty good, though. You should give him a go. Nah, not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. He's a he's 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 on my do not listen. I, it's not just him though. It, it, it this became about him, but it's not. I don't listen to any wrestling podcast. None of them. I don't listen to any of them unless it's an interview here or there. That's it. None. The only time I actually listen, like I said, every now and then I'll turn on Diamond Days, which is kind of a throwback show. But any like right. current wrestling podcast, I don't listen to any of them. And part of the reason is, like, I just want to turn on... Whatever. You don't want to be influenced. Though. Yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah. wrestling show you want, wa- you want an objective opinion coming from your own head, not, like, somebody else's. Turn it on, watch it, have my own thoughts about it. That's right. that's kind of my shtick, you know what I mean? 
Yep. And I listen to, gotcha. and the other part of it is I listen to so many other podcasts that have nothing to do with wrestling. I don't even have time to listen to another wrestling podcast. I know. It's true. I can't even get to all the shit I want to get to. It's crazy. <laughs> Wait, House, you got anything? You're live over there? I'm alive. I'm, I'm, uh, there's so many shit. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm just enjoying. <laughs> no. Not going down these rabbit holes. <laughs> He's biting his got, tongue. I'm you know, biting works. my tongue. I got some sheep I need to count. Shortly. I, I know how to. So, I know how to. I know how to push the buttons when it comes to certain. Oh uh, my god! I've got like my hands on my chair, and there's like indentations of my of my fingers in it because I'm doing everything I can not just to open this Pandora's box. My ass needs to be going to sleep shortly. So, you guys, were are fucking outstanding. So, let's, summer yeah. of punk. What's that? He's gonna bring up the summer of punk. Dude, there's so much of punk I could bring up, man. Don't get me started. The summer of punk was the best time period in the last 20 years in wrestling. <laughs> it's not even arguable. His trilogy yeah. was Samoa Joe. Yeah, man. Give me that all day. Yeah. Give me anything CM Punk does all day. Oh, any day. Any day. <laughs> I mean, right? when, you're, when your whole life's pro wrestling, you're a good pro wrestler. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? I, I'm not... I, I don't disparage just pro wrestling. I really don't. I mean, I... I'm not a big fan. Remember that pipe bomb? Remember that time he did the pipe bomb and then it was on ESPN the next day? You remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, that happens all the, the guy, time. The guy, when the, Vince pays just them. Look at, the <laughs> shit that put, look at the shit that put Samoa Joe and CM Punk on the match. On the map, the trilogy in Ring of Honor. All three matches were an hour. Mm-hmm. All three. Mm-hmm. A guy Samoa Joe's size going an hour with CM Punk? Come on. Come on. I'm a, I, I love Kenny Omega. I love his stuff. But when people talk about trilogy of matches, I mean, for me, it starts Ric Flair, Ricky Steamboat. Mm-hmm. That's one. Number two is Samoa Joe CM Punk Ring of Honor trilogy. That's sure. number three. Mm-hmm. That's where CM Punk Wait, what, what, what was number two? The, my favorite trilogy is Samoa Joe CM Punk. And what was number, number three? Uh, Kenny Omega and... Uh, Okada? Okada. Yeah. Oh, is, uh, is number two? Number three. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'd ha- yeah, I'd have to think about that. I don't know. It probably yes. wouldn't It probably wouldn't be that because I don't like Punk, but I'm not saying it wasn't good. It's just have you not my it? favorite. I have seen it. J- dude, Jim McDermott fucking gave me the whole DVD. Yeah. I got DVD too. I make my own. Fucking love it. Staring he gave it to me because town. he was like, "I don't understand how you can hate punk like everybody else." <laughs> oh no, Ricky, the, the 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 trilogy with Ricky Steamboat, the trilogy of Ricky Steamboat, Ric Flair, there's nothing that even comes. They only those two don't even come close to it. I mean, it's it's just like it's like Michael Jordan and everybody else. You know that that's that's Ricky Steamboat. And and uh, and Ric Flair. I mean, God, Tritown. Start there. I mean, that this just it's just when you look at trilogy matches. And but the fact that what stands out with, with CM Punk trilogy is the fact that you had somebody Samoa Samoa Joe size go sixty minutes three fucking times. Why are you fat shaming the guy, bro? Why are you fat shaming Samoa Joe? No, I'm not. I mean, that's, that's not. That's not easy to do in this day and age. I mean, that's just and and and, and 
he's a big dude. I mean, name me a guy current of any impact AEW, WWE, who is the size of, of, of Samoa Joe that could go 60 minutes like that and give you a, a six, five, six-star Melcher-type match. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, without getting blown up. You remember when The Rock got blown up in five minutes against CM Punk and they put the title on him anyway? Yeah. I do. I do. Fucking shit. Dude, you know, you know, you know, it was great when he, when he, when he, when he flexed <laughs> on him, and all the veins were popping out, and then he dropped the people's elbow on for the one through. The, how, how about when the Shield cheated and the Rock said, "No, no, 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 Vince, the Rock doesn't win like that. Restart the match," and then he dropped the people's elbow on him. One, yeah. two, three. Do you know what else would be great? They should bring back the Rock and Cena for one more. That way, I could have my favorite, my favorite trilogy. On that note, we'll close. Up. <laughs> I fucking hate myself for doing that. Oh man! Yeah, Rock Cena three, baby, let's go. The best was when WWE fans were always about <laughs> pushing younger talent, and then they'd get pissed off when the part timers would come back every year. But when it's The Rock, that's different. Yeah, The Rock's on another level, bro. Another level. Yeah, I agree. That's that's different. I agree. Rock even if it's punk, even if shit, you know, so. he takes a shit all over your roster. I mean, I mean he did carry the title for four hundred and some days. I mean, that was a long. He had he had his run. He had his run. He got the under. Hey, listen, the Undertaker is the greatest performer in the history of WrestleMania, and he got Undertaker at WrestleMania. I mean, I mean, it's not like they it's not like they just kicked him off the roster after the Rock dropped the people's elbow on his chest. Well, four hundred and some days. I think that's smart booking. <laughs> they made a new star by putting the belt on the rock. You know, you know, yeah, it's smart, smart. You know, you know, so I mean, you don't, I mean, e- you don't have to make every, so guy, you don't have to make a new star with every storyline. And let's no, be honest, some days, I mean, let, let's be honest. I mean, the rock, the, rock the they did, they did start that storyline back in like July of the year before at Mm-hmm. Raw 1000. Yeah. They did do that. That was fucking smart to do, too. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. hey, the, and Punk, really Punk, got, Punk got over on The Rock on that one. Right? He did. Really fucking intelligent. He got over on The Rock. Yeah. Fucking Rock. I got a place for The Rock. Listen, the one thing I'll give Vince, he knows where the money is. Right now, he's got nobody to make it for him. <laughs> he's got well, nobody, he's got nobody to make He's, he's got like, nobody to make it for him right so, now. He soaked, he soaked these fucks dry and he doesn't have anything left because he constantly went to John overrated fucking Cena constantly. Let's go back to The Rock all He just the really, time. he never... Instead of developing other guys and focusing attention on what's in front of them, let's constantly go behind. I mean, maybe okay. if, maybe, maybe if That's CM Punk... Really maybe, smart. maybe if CM Punk didn't take his ball and go home a year later, maybe he would have been the number one guy right now. You never know. Let's keep going back to that well till it's dry. Well, guess what? We all we all knew we all knew the well was it's gonna run dry, dry eventually. We knew it was coming, right? We all called it. So. <laughs> well, oh, it's dry now because that, that raw rain. So so what he did? What he what, what he what he did with the so rock you know in 2013 so is you know the why? reason. You know why it's so dried up? You know why? Because everybody for the last I don't know 15 years hit a ceiling. Called John Cena. That's why it's dried up. He didn't make any stars. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it is what it is. You know, let's go to John Cena. 
Let's go back to John Cena. You got fans there. Come on, you guys love. Come on, you guys. You guys. You guys love Cena. Cena. I mean, Edge is there now, and the ratings are in the toilet. What does that now have to do with that? Guy, I mean, the guy had came back with a broken neck, not being but, around. You know what? In, 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 in all reality, in all reality, in the last four years, what it, what have, have have the other than Reigns, who they probably could have done it with, but the fans hate him for whatever reason. Other than that, who's the guy that really is like, damn, this could have been this huge well, star. I don't even know if they have him. Yeah, but I don't even know if they had the guy. And but they that, did a, they did a lot with Rollins though. They did a lot with Rollins though. Yeah, yeah. He's had a nice little go. I mean, Rollins. I mean, if you look at it right now, his there's only a couple reasons why you would want to watch Raw. One, McIntyre is not that. McIntyre is pretty good on there. I like I he's like him. Yeah. With, he's just dealing with a bunch of shit. Oh, it's a it's, night, it's an impossible time for him. I keep going back to that. That gimmick is fucking good, man. It's a really good gimmick. <laughs> But it's just full of shit around it. I thought he was the eye. I thought he was the eye gouger. He's a Monday Night Messiah. I thought he was an eye. I thought he was an eye gouger. Dude, come on. I mean, Vince Vince has lost it. Watch Raw and react to it. No, no. If if we should, if if we do it, we should watch it and react to it while we're watching it, though. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I'm in. I or mean, the I'll next pay per view or something. Alright, we gotta, we wanna do Raw? A live reaction to Raw? Or do we wanna wait for like a pay per view? A Raw? Or a SmackDown? You guys. A what about no, what about a SmackDown on a Friday night? And then it's only two hours, we don't have to kill ourselves for three. Mmm. Good point. Yeah, but you know what? Most of the pay per views sometimes are not even going to a full three now. Yeah, and it starts there's... at seven and they're over before ten around ten sometimes. Mm. Yeah. I'll well, let I mean, you guys work that out. Well, they do, yeah, we'll think we'll 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 come up with something. We'll do that for the well, fans. Well, let's look at let's let's look at the. Here's the thing. All right, here's, how about this? To make instead of trying to get the decision now, let's wait to see what the next. Let's wait till oh, Cena comes it'll back. It'll be SummerSlam. You can't oh, see me. This is gonna be the shits, man. It's gonna be yeah, but that's gonna, gonna be, be shits. Yeah, but that's gonna be long though. They're gonna do like four hours, dude. I don't want. Oh do yeah, that, yeah, no, yeah. I don't. Oh, want I don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we should we should do like the raw leading into it or something. You know what I mean? Or coming out of it, go home show or something. Home yeah, show. yeah, yeah. I I think that would be or or to SmackDown go home or whatever. Okay. We'll we'll <laughs> plan. We'll, well, we'll SmackDown. If anybody's fun. still listening Smackdown at this point, we'll let, you know. <laughs> we'll let you know. We'll let you know. Yeah. We'll let you know. We will that let you know. Dude, why are you guys hating on the Rock and Cena, bro? That's crazy. Oh, yeah, we're man. just spitting truth, Fuck man. <laughs> the Rock is overrated. Dude, how last, that how dare yes. you? How dare you call the great one overrated? We're going to wrap there. Cool truth. For the great one. Yeah. <laughs> Sold more than any guy you ever loved. For White House. For Edwards. 99! I'm Daddy Glacy. 99. All here, The Rock.
New address, new neighbors, new keys. You need new internet that makes moving a breeze. Frontier says, welcome to the neighborhood. When you make your move, make the move to everyday low price vantage by Frontier Internet. Just $24.99 a month plus taxes and fees and only $10 per month Wi-Fi router service fee. Visit Frontier.com slash GetVantage for full offer details. Frontier, don't go it alone. Limited time offer. Max speeds are wired. Speeds Wi-Fi speeds may vary. Taxes, activation, and other fees apply and are subject to increase. Frontier terms and conditions apply.